Hello, lovely people. It is Tuesday, the 18th of October. This month is speeding by, but it's fine because we're here with you every single day. So welcome to TDA, the day after your favorite news platform and the home of popular culture as defined by the culture. And of course, you have amazing hosts who are lit, who are funny, who are just all around good looking. Love to see it. But yeah, let's introduce ourselves. All right. I'm I'm sick. <laughs> I think I'm under the weather, guys. So, you know my name, not my story. On to the next one. Well, I'm ready then. <laughs> it is your favorite favorite shade queen. I know you guys miss me. I know you're dying for it, but I'm back. Ah. My in royalty, Mr. Rotations. First in attendance, by the way. No, you're not. That is so... Yes, I am. If you think you're going to kick me off for two days, you're not... It's not two days. It has been two days. three days last week. That was annual leave. That don't count. It don't count, Brent. Don't count. No. Even yesterday... What counts? Yesterday was sick What actually counts? Because his absences don't count. Hers don't count. What counts? Well, she's got like a 30-day gap on you anyway or something. Trust me. How? What do you mean? You started after me. We already established prior to me joining, you guys recorded like five episodes. <laughs> it's five more than you were here for and five more I'm in Leeds. No, I'm, it would have been it would have been more than that anyway. It would have been at least three, four weeks, no? Nah, you guys were in a you guys were in a hole before I came to, in. To be fair, man. You recorded. Okay, first of all. And then this new thing happened. You would not talk about us like that. There was a little break. <laughs> like if you go back and check the check, <laughs> check, check the stats. Check the tape. <laughs> check the tape. You guys recorded like three episodes before I came. Nah, okay, more man, than three, definitely. Obviously, three. I'm exaggerating for effect, but, <laughs> but no, no, <laughs> it you're, wasn't not, a lot. you're not first in attendance yet. I am, I am, I am. You're not first in attendance I am, yet. I am, I am. Definitely. Fine, 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 fine. Last week was annual leave. Yesterday was sick leave. That's fine. I'm gonna need someone to poison your food for a day. <laughs> Get you out of here for a couple of days. <laughs> Is that your introduction? No, <laughs> <laughs> and they call me E-Man. The pro black activist, TDA producer, and news analyst, Melanin Jam Packed. Love to see it. How's everyone doing? Ah, what happened Ooh. to you? <laughs> Silence. <laughs> what? I was gone. You know why? Because you guys spoke for an hour before we started. So I think you guys are all talked out, innit? Yeah, don't tell them we're in the room for an hour. They're going to them off. <laughs> They're like, you could have started at eight. <laughs> so I was just oh, no, no. I could have woke up at eight. <laughs> you guys fucked me over. <laughs> Um, I did something interesting yesterday, actually, that I want to share with you guys. Okay. So, I did something called psychedelic breathing. Okay. Yeah, I feel like every time I come here, I'm just, I'm a new person. Listen, I absolutely, I've done things this year that I never thought I'd do, and I just love it. The list goes on. What does psychedelic breathing entail? So, basically, it's, um, it's breathing exercises, but it literally helps, like, it connects with your mind, your body, your spirit. So, you're literally in a very... You see kind of what you would get from psychedelics, that that uh, psychedelic drug, sorry. That mm. kind of calmness, that everything you would take it for is just that through breathing. It was a very, very interesting um, experience. Funny enough, actually, I met the lady at the TDA dinner last year. Mm. Yeah, and I remember when we were at the dinner, I was talking to like her and some other w- amazing women. And um, she was talking about, you know, she's going to, she's going to, getting training for him, blah, blah. So she hit me up to let me know she started. Yeah. I couldn't join the last one, so I did it yesterday. And it was really, really good. And I didn't... I'll tell you how powerful it was. So I had had pounded jam. Mm. Like in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> in the afternoon, yeah. What did you have it with? A four-year-old. Oh, That's the only thing to have it with. A four-year-old. Negacy as well, man. No, I'm not negacy, babe. Serious? Yeah, I'm really not. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, it's, it's giving some people the ick. For the West Indians, <laughs> what food is that? So basically, it's... um. 
Pounder jam is basically yam. I know what that is. Ooh, sorry. Sorry, educated. But um, the F.O.E. wrote is basically spinach. It's like a spinach soup. Brent's Brent's Afro-Caribbean. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like spinach soup and it has like um, beef in it and also sort of like different meats that you can, prawns, all that kind of stuff. It's really, really lovely. Elite food. And, um, but my digestion is quite slow. Mm. So I get bloated. I can have one meal a day. Like it's, 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 I need to check, look into that. But anyways, when I was gonna do, it, I thought, oh, I don't know if I want to do this because I feel very, heavy, I feel very bloated. Mm. Guys, would you believe? Yeah, because breathing actually helps your digestion as well. I didn't know that. But by the time I was done, I felt light as a feather. Mm. And when I started this, I was heavy as fuck. <laughs> it was heavy. Someone, someone, was in really chat, someone in chat said that you're, it was Kama Sutra you were doing and you're trying to pretend that it was like this. What's Kama Sutra? Is that a sexual thing? Yeah. Trust me, my gate is closed. <laughs> 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 But um, no, 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 it was really, really good. It was really, really good. It's like breathing because I do Pilates as well, mm. and doing Pilates has helped me because that's a, as well like connecting your breathing with your exercise and stuff. Mm. And I didn't realize how much I hold my breath when I'm exercising, so and that has an effect on your exercises. So that helped me with breathing anyway. But this was a whole new level. I finished it. I felt light. My my worries were gone. I honestly felt light as a feather from my mm. mind all the way to my body. It was like, amazing. Do you do you like stay in one place and just? All that stuff you can do, do so no no you just stay in one place so you can just kind of sit down cross legs or mm. and whatever just kind of relax in that state but then some people doing it lying down and then halfway through i, I did it lying down i did doze off a couple of times. <laughs> 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 but she said that's fine she said that's normal that's fine you can mm. doze off because you can still hear her voice and stuff <laughs> <laughs> honestly i might book us in for a session it was really good i think you guys are, this is gonna be one of our wellness um Wellness mm. things to do. Yes. Yeah, That's but it was really, really good. Um, interesting experience. Mm. 10 out of 10, would absolutely recommend. Okay. Have yeah. you done um, yoga? I have done yoga. Yoga, people always think yoga is easy. That shit is hard. Yeah. Yoga and Pilates, but yoga especially, mm. yoga is hard. You have to be strong, have good good core. Mm-hmm. You're doing a downward dog. If your arms are weak, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, bust your head so, open. So whilst you were breathing, yeah, like were you listening to music? Yeah, so she has like music in the background playing, kind of like, like spa music, that kind of stuff. But some of it was a, a bit like electric kind of music as well. Um, but I guess it's all connected to how it helps your mind. But then she's talking, but she talks in like a very, very soft voice. So now breathe in, hold it. Like, so do you mean her voice like that? But yeah, it was really calming. So you felt like how people feel when they take mushrooms? I have not taken mushrooms, but yeah, I would I would assume so. Because I guess you take these drugs to help you feel like relaxed and calm. You know when yeah. people take the drugs and like, you feel like you're just, mm. yeah, that's how I felt. I was wow. high off life. And, th- and that's just from breathing. Just from breathing. Like, it's amazing what breathing can actually do. Because a lot of us, apparently, we hold our breath a lot more during the, than you realise. Yeah. Pilates definitely made me realise that, especially when I'm exercising. I don't clock that I'm really holding my breath, but there's a way to do it. And like, it engages your core room better and all that kind of stuff. It was mm. proper sick. Really, really cool experience. You know, um, Pilates and stuff, yeah. Mm-hmm. How does that compare to... Because I don't know nothing about Pilates. Yeah. Like, how, like, what type of exercise do you guys do? So we do... Pilates, you work your, your whole body, to be honest. You work your arms, you work your legs, you work your core. You work everything. Um, but it looks like it's like subtle movements. But when yeah. you're doing it, because it's like... Um, it's engaged with your breathing. Mm. And it's really about also like the right form and everything... It feels like you're going in for like a nice relaxation, but it's a work, like I sweat in there. But it helps you, it definitely helps you, like you're actually stronger. But is it like, um, is it like stretches and stuff? Or is it actual? 
like a workout, like if, if, if you know what I'm saying. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think there's some of them are some of the moves are actual workouts. So okay. we're doing like ab stuff. So one of it's like you have to kind of sit in like a V. And then yeah. you kind of float your arm, float oh, your yeah, arms. Yeah. So that you're definitely engaging what needs to be engaged mm. with. Um, and then yeah, it's a, it's a lot of strength. It's like body conditioning. Mm. But um, and then there can be stretches as well. But even with the stretches, the stretches are challenging because you wouldn't usually like stretch that far, for example. Or mm. so even yeah, so all of it is kind of like a mixture. Okay. To be honest, but it's really really good because it really is a workout. And you you definitely burn calories. You definitely sweat. Mm. And I've found that it helps me with my other exercises that I don't like outside of Pilates as well. Okay. But yeah, man, new experiences, new life experiences. Why did my mm. sick leave? <laughs> to be fair, it was, like, it was last night and I slept like a baby after it. I slept like a right princess. I did. It's absolutely yeah. lovely. Interesting. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, guys, that's all the story I have to share. All right. Thanks for sharing. Anytime, anytime. <laughs> I will be booking us in for a session. Um, it'll be cool. I hope you guys will come. Yeah. I'll come. I'll come. Lovely. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're ready to get into the show? Let's, Let's go. go. Let's go. Question is, can it be this bad? And this, of course, pertains to what's happening with the Tory government, right? So, according to a poll, the Tories could be heading for such a defeat at the next election that they may be down to basically the third largest party in the Commons. According to a poll, Liz Truss's current governing party could be left with just 48 seats if the country went to the polls tomorrow, handing Labour a potential majority of 364. In an astonishing reversal for the party that has been in power for 12 years, the scenario mapped out by electoral calculus suggested that Nicola Sturgeon's Scottish National Party would form the official opposition with 52 of the 59 seats north of the border. The website based its findings on opinion polls between October the 5th and October the 14th that sampled 11,358 people across the UK. And even in a best case scenario, the Conservatives are left with fewer than 200 seats. This came amid reports that Labour frontbenchers are taking lessons right now in how to run a government. So the Times reported that the Institute of Government think tank was running 90 minute sessions for the opposition because so few of Sir Keir Starmer's team were MPs when Labour was last in power. They're said to be covering the role of cabinet ministers, how to run the transition after an election, and scrutiny and spending. Meanwhile, a separate poll today suggested that more people see Keir Starmer as ready to lead the next government than at any time since Tony Blair was the leader. Nearly half, 47%, agree that Labour is ready to form the next government, which is up 10% since July. Their numbers are comparable to those achieved by the Conservatives under David Cameron in April 2010, when 47% agreed that the Conservatives were ready and 41% disagreed. But that's also that's slightly behind Tony Blair's Labour in 1997, when 55% agreed and only 33% uh, disagreed. The former Culture Secretary, Nadine Dorries, has warned her colleagues that they must support mistrust or bring back her predecessor, Boris Johnson, to avoid a general election. She tweeted... There's no unity candidate. No one has enough support. Only one MP has a mandate from party members and from the British public, a mandate with an 80-seat majority. The choices are simple. Bring back Liz. If, you're not, if not, bring back Boris or face a general election within weeks. Is that impossible to bring back Boris? Yeah, if they want, they want to. Yeah. If they bring back Boris here, actually, I will just wash my hands off everything. Because <laughs> that's ridiculous. You can't go backwards. Mm. Even if backwards is better? 
Was it? Because they, voted, they got the guy out of there. They made him quit. Yes, and they, I never saw I see that day. Yeah. But, but look at look at the state of the things now. Do you think... Do, what do you think they will do? Do you think it, a general election is going to be coming up in a few weeks? I don't, I don't think they'll risk it. I don't think they'll risk it. Because if they do the general election... I think Labour's going to win. 100%. I, I could bet everything that Labour win. If Labour comes in, is that better then for us? Mm, maybe. It might be. Depends on the policies. Mm. I, I don't really have confidence in them, to be honest with you. With Labour, then, would that be Jeremy Corbyn? Or no. He's, is he's quit now? Yeah, he's he's doing his own thing, I think. I mean, he's still part of Labour, but he's not in the... He's like a political influencer in now. Yeah, 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 exactly. It'll be, what's his name? Sakir Starmer. Oh, okay. Yeah, so... He's a sir? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah so. Is Kurt a sir, yeah? Yeah, he is. Yeah. What's he a sir for? I have no idea. I can see you being a sir, you know, um, Mugs. I don't. Yeah, so. <laughs> look at your, look at your was, enemies, Mugs. You know what I'm saying? You're like Crazy. Hating, I can actually see you being like knighted as a sir. Based, so, Mark, in society, on, I can actually see that. Based on what? Mugs is on a, like, Mugs is growing, evolving. I can really Marks see Mugs is a criminal. <laughs> no, I'm not a criminal. always be a criminal. That's wow. not true. You can't, you actually, I'm, you know what? You're actually going to get the stuff. Obviously, 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 I'm joking. It's ridiculous. <laughs> no, but I can, I can definitely see that. Mm. Just for being a pillar of the community. Yeah, I really there can. Yeah, There's man. so much in your future that I see. 100%. Yeah, I see that. I see it. MB, OB. Yeah. What have you Ooh. done to uplift and change your community? Um, bare things, man. <laughs> like, where do I start? I know that's all. Bingo day. It's true. We got been done at ten forty five. Let's go. Long, long list. Long list. Now nah, I'm messing with you. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What is that? Right in the mic. Don't worry about you guys. My my sinuses are just getting crazy this morning, man. Damn. It's too cold, man. Yeah, it's actually been tired. I'm trying it's to save money. Everything. Trying to save money, so I'm not even putting my heating on. No, I'm not playing. I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Starmer is a sir for work towards um, human rights. Somebody in the in the um, comment section just said that. Is it Mark's be a sir if we're getting the extinction rebellion out of me? <laughs> oh, that, that man, yes, that champion. old man yesterday. Hey, hey, the video yo. I put in the group. He was drapes the man up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, man. It's wild, man. But yeah, next one. <laughs> yeah, next one is um, more independent Scotland talk, man. So Nicola Sturgeon outlined the view at a briefing given updated arguments for what could happen if the country voted for independence. The First Minister said a timetable for creating a Scottish currency would not be set. However, use, the use of um, sterling would be a short um, but practical. Uh, the UK government has said now is not the time to discuss independence. A Scottish government paper has set out proposals for key issues such as currency trade and border crossings. The prospectus, which was unveiled at a media briefing in Edinburgh, included details on how an independent Scotland would apply to become a member of the EU. It also outlined a redesign of the energy market and a migration policy to boost the working population. At the Boot House briefing, Ms Sturgeon said the Scottish pound would be created after independence only when the time is right. This is in keeping with the proposals made in 2018 by the SNP Sustainable Growth Commission, which said six key tests would have to be passed before the country transitioned away from the sterling. That move was forecasted to take about a decade. So, I mean, they're predicting, I guess, 2028. But the UK don't want to let Scotland be independent. So I don't see that happening, to be honest with you. It's giving slavery now. <laughs> but yeah, right. that's the end of the headlines. Okay, well, let's get into our What You Saying topic of the day. 
So, today's topic of the day is, is it's kind of like a part two to yesterday's topic, mm-hmm. um, but a little bit of a, a spin off. Give me one second. We're one breaking second, news. <laughs> one second. You said, what do you think oh. it's about? Is it about his, his ops? Oh. Okay. Pass it to me. Okay, yeah, yeah, this is what we should have asked. Okay, you <laughs> Four weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> Five weeks ago. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you see the picture, right? Okay. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm just leaving the job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, huh? Yeah, because Brent's kept that secret from me for time. Yeah, but he, before he, 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 he was trying to keep it a secret. Yeah. What's he keep it a secret? Huh? Oh, okay. Well, he saved that name, man. I didn't say that name. Didn't. Yeah, yeah, I know, you can tell. I know, yeah, but either way. Uh, yeah. You still, yeah, you still kind of like, do want to tell us. Like, uh, I know, you keep secrets from me that are not needed. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so, um, yeah, kind of like a part two to yesterday, right? Um, let's see if we can, if it maybe changes our mind a bit. Mm-hmm. And the question is, do you believe human beings are inherently good? It's very oh. broad, yeah, it's a broad, broad okay. question, I'm go, but I'm going to add a few uh, things you okay. know, later. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, same. I think yes, but um, the way the world has been constructed has turned us against each other. Mm-hmm. But I think innately, I think we're all born good. So we're innately good. And I think our first, um, you know, our first premise, our first thought is to be good to others and to be kind. But I feel like just the way the world is, mm-hmm. is to turn us all, you know, Cold. a bit a bit tainted. Mm. I, th- I think, I think, you know what it is? I think... Um, I think human beings are innately selfish. And mm. I think being selfish, you know, turns you a bit bad. So you're saying we're good, but selfish too? Yeah, for sure. For okay. Sure. I, think we're, I think we're good. Just because, but I think that um, there's different things around us that then turn us kind of bad. Do you know what I mean? Or like, mm. not so good. Okay. Um, but I also believe that the bad is in us, so we're not a hundred percent good. Okay. When I think of obviously, when I think of the Bible, sin was in man. When I think of like the early sins, mm. what was that the first sin? Abel and Cain, when he killed his brother mm. because he was jealous of him. So I think that there are negative things in human beings as well. I think for some people, there's just more good than bad, where they're able to repress that. And I think mm. as society grows, like as you're nurtured mm. through life. There's things that affect it where you might even have had more good in you, but life hasn't dealt you the nicest hand. So that's affected how you are now as a person. You know, I only just found out, don't laugh at me because, you know, education is key. I only just found out recently that Cain and Abel were the children of Adam and Eve. They were or they weren't? They, They were. Yeah, but you wouldn't know that you're Muslim. No, that's that's no excuse. <laughs> I was trying to help you. So. No, that's no excuse. If you don't want to help yourself. No, that's no excuse. No, no, I'm I'm a man who can who can uh, you know take my hand up. take accountability. <laughs> that's the information I should have been privy to. But for whatever reason, I was like, oh, swear, they're kids, yeah. <laughs> so how do you think the rest of everyone? Because no, obviously, are... I've heard of Cain and Abel before. Yeah, but I never knew who they were. Okay, mm. extra so characters. I was like, oh, swear, I didn't know they had kids. So Did you guys know. know that though? When um, Adam and Eve were just the main characters, there were other human beings around. Uh, oh, see, we're going gonna to go into another topic. If you, if, you, if, you, if you say that. If you say, okay, where did these Adam human beings Eve, come from? Steve God created them. But, but basically, Adam and Eve were God's chosen people that he was going to create a, a lineage 
or is it lineage? Lineage. 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 Oh, I got there halfway. Lineage <laughs> of like God's people. Because when you think about that, through them came like Abraham and David and then Jesus. Do you know what I mean? So they mm. were the chosen people, but there were other people created as well. Because them two could not have had enough sex <laughs> and nine months cooking period for babies mm. to have created the entire world. But according to the Bible, they lived to like 900, didn't it? So that's a lot. Of that's a lot. You know, I, I can't wait <laughs> when I meet God, right? I can't wait to meet God. Sorry. <laughs> but I want to see what people look like at like 900. So what? Mm. Are we we're all, we're all related then? No, no. Just the blood's just been diluted. <laughs> <laughs> no, but see, this is what I was going to ask though, right? If that's the case, then that means we didn't all come from Adam and Eve then. But if we did. Oh, yeah. Then we're no, related. No, but if you're a child yes. of God, then you came from Adam and Eve. How does that happen? <laughs> I made the rules, okay? The church said so and I preach it. <laughs> but yeah, there, there were other human beings. I was My mind was blown when I found out. But I said, yeah, realistically though, mm. how long would they really have had? Words is well called joke. Do you not believe that you can pray for that man for Jesus? No, but obviously <laughs> other human beings have to be around that There's a, a certain family point. out there yeah. now, yeah, that's got Jesus' blood in it. We all, no? Could be, yeah. Look, <laughs> oh, like Jesus, your you know? premise. <laughs> no, because... Jesus is supposed to have had a baby with Mary Magdalene. Okay, already. that's a work of joke, and that's a joke. <laughs> Case I'm just, I'm just telling, that, I'm just telling you the fairies. That, that's mm-hmm. a conspiracy. I don't believe that. Jesus did not have sex. Okay, because he had the little badders around him all the time, and she was in the streets. She's not. Man said the badders of Jesus Bethlehem. Was not Michael Jackson. <laughs> we ain't doing that. He was the badders of Bethlehem. <laughs> she was on wickedness. Jesus saved her. <laughs> the what the hell? <laughs> What did what, wait, what did you say? I missed that. I said the bandits of Bethlehem. <laughs> <laughs> you don't be oh, sitting on this platform. <laughs> Damn. I'm sorry, God. But no, um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a legit conspiracy theory. You know? it's it not is, like a... Yeah, I don't subscribe to mm. that. Jesus was without sin. That's what made him so amazing. But what if what if though, if you heard the story that, that Mark is saying, mm-hmm. but you heard oh, but you got married and then procreated. You didn't have time to get married. You had to go to the cross. He <laughs> was at the cross what, when he was like, what, th- what age was it again, Brent? 31, 32? Yeah. yeah, 33, yeah. Yeah, but. Yeah, see, I don't know. I don't know. I feel, like the Bible, I feel like the Bible would have told me. <laughs> I feel like the Bible would have told me Jesus was married. Mm. Devil would have made a big point so that, you know, other Christians would be like, oh, that's the kind of marriage I want. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, we would have yeah. known. Jesus was not married. Jesus didn't have sex. Jesus was literally pure. And that's, mm. what, that's what made him amazing that he was in a world of sin, but he never sinned. Mm. Oh, I said that one time he got angry at the people in selling stuff in his father's house, but... but that's not sin. You can be angry and not sin. Mm-mm. Yeah. I guess. I tend to sin with my anger. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you if, if you look at um, a lot of the downfalls of most of the civilizations and the great dynasties and kingdoms and empires in the world, mm-hmm. it was it's usually like a woman that, that sparked it. You get me? So if anybody could have made... If any, I'm just saying, if anybody could have made Jesus sin... Mm. It, would, it would have been a gal. You get me? It's something to consider. <laughs> no I, thanks. I, I can't talk now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. I, I don't want to be crucified. I'm not, I'm not considering that. Thank you very much. Um, I hear it, um, but I do not accept it. Because he already had a pre... It was already planned what he was going to come here and do. He didn't need yeah. a woman to you know help him fall. Do you feel like Jesus knew from the very beginning what he was ahead to do? Absolutely. He knew the plans of God and he ke- and he left heaven to come here to do that. No, like, like what I mean is, do you feel like there was a day where it all started to make sense? Because remember, he was a boy at one stage. Yeah, but he 
was God in human form. Yeah. So he knew the plans before he even touched earth. And he walked in that. Because if you remember when his parents left him in um, the temple, when they re- yeah. didn't realize they forgot him. Mm-hmm. And when he came back and they were all panicking, he was like, what are you worrying about? I'm in my father's house. Yeah. And he was a boy then. Do you get mm-hmm. me? So he's always known what his calling was, what his life was for. Because he was God. Mm-hmm. He was God in human form. True indeed. It's me that's trying to figure it out. But yeah. Mm. Okay. So... Back to what we were talking about inher- being inherently oh, good, yes. right? <laughs> Do you feel as though, because you guys basically said um, we are inherently good, but circumstances are what changed us, basically, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Are those circumstances other human beings or is it just nature and things, environment and, and things of that nature? Um, I'd probably say other human beings. Then are those human beings good? How can you not think everybody is born good? What kind of nonsense is this? What's your opinion, sir? No, there are people who are bad, but I'm saying... Some people are born evil. Just from, from the day they were born. You, from the birth, there's trouble in there. Swear down. There's trouble in there. <laughs> I do Certain think that... babies are the spawn of the devil. Yeah, but you know what? People that do bad, yeah, do they know that they do bad? Yeah. They, do they know that they're evil? I think some of them, yeah. Because yeah, they hide it. So, so that's a form of good, like... There is some kind of good in you, but you're just choosing to go against that good because if you're able to realize that what you're doing is bad mm. and what you're doing is evil, and you go out of your way to hide it, you know that it's because it's not good. Do you get what I mean? And I think even that, like you kind of, you might be convicted, but you go, you push through that conviction of, mm. no, I've done what I've done, kind of thing. Mm. But if if you're good, can if you're good, can you do bad things? Absolutely. Yeah, of course. And if you're bad, can you do good things? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Okay. I think everyone has like a ratio, isn't it? Yeah. 60, 40, bad, whatever, 70, 30. Yeah. I, think, I think survival, selfishness, and the ultimate premise that we're born alone, die alone, and that when you're on this earth, you kind of got to take care of yourself is what... If you look at most bad things that people do, mm. a lot of it stems from, you know, greed, selfishness, and, you know... Um, trying to get one over the next man, trying mm. to be on top, trying to be the most powerful, the most this, mm. most that. It all stems from just self, innit? Like self, self um, preservation. Mm. I but think that's what makes that's what you know fuels badness. I'm not saying that um, what you're saying is wrong, yeah. but how do you? Not all, not all crimes. Yeah, 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 of course, yeah not of all crimes, of course. But how do you, um, I guess, marry the two ideas where someone can be good, mm. but also greedy and selfish because it. I guess typically you wouldn't associate those as good traits. Yeah. Well, not all greed is bad. This depends on the uh, this, the levels of it. Um, I don't know. Hold on. What's the question? How can how can someone be good yeah. and still and still and be still greedy be, and still? Yeah. Enough for that to come in the forefront and then and dictate. I guess I guess they pick and choose when mm. they're bad and when they're good. You know. Okay. Um, whatever scenario serves serves them in the moment. Okay. So to kind of link it to I guess yesterday. Could you guys rely, would you guys, and could you guys rely on human beings in general to do the right thing? <laughs> Where's that uh, going me? <laughs> again, some people, yeah. Some people, no. Yeah, it really depends on the person. Yeah, I think we all know people in our life that we believe we can trust okay. and we believe we'll do the right thing in a specific scenario. I mean, we have, we have other friends who we believe would <laughs> fail at the first hurdle. <laughs> you know what I mean? The thought of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah, I'm, 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 I was respond the same thing, um, the same way. I think there's times where I've always, I've been less than smart, or I would say naive, 
to believe that people would treat me, for example, how I would treat them. So they would do for me what I would do for them, forgetting that everyone's different. So no, I wouldn't I wouldn't just assume. I mean, I think because of my nature, I, I typically would just, I don't see why people want to do anything that's wild anyway. Mm. But I've, ha- I've had to grow to understand that everyone is different. And so it's really about who it is that I feel that I can trust. Mm. And even sometimes with people that you think you can trust, nothing. they let you down. What's that, Mark? You can't trust these people to do anything. It's not even about whether they're good or bad, man. People are stupid. You get me? That's what's more important than anything, whether they're good or whether they're bad. People are stupid and idiots. You can't trust people for nothing. You get me? Especially if you want them to do things how you want it done. So that's that's why they say if you want something done properly, do it yourself. Do it yourself. Yeah. You get me? All this good and bad stuff, there's some people that are just born bad because it's like it's yin and yang in it. There's opposite ends of the spectrum. It takes all different types to make the world go around. There's some people that are just bad for no reason. They don't know why. That's just because that's yeah. just what they like and that's what they're into. You get me? That's just what they're into. No, it's true. I just think there's, there's, um, yeah, there's just all different types of people. You've got um, opposite ends of the spectrum, and it's just you're just some people are just going to be bad. I think for the most part, the majority of people mm. are born good until outside influences affect them. Isn't it? Come in, come into it. But I think it's a mixed bag, man. You yeah, think, I would, oh, sorry. Oh, I was say, do you think all? So, like, if you look at kids, right? Do you think all um, behavior is um, something that you've picked up or that seen? Taught to them. Or taught, or can you just have it in you? For example, I've seen some kids, I'm not going to say who, whose kids they are. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen some kids, right? And they're just bad. Mm. I'm like, you're only two years old. Where do you get this from? Mm. Yeah, that's what Like you're one yeah. years old, but you're running around, slapping other kids, tipping over drinks. In a minutes. Causing a ruckus. Mm. And they're like, where do you get this from? You're only, you're only so old. You're only so yeah. much you could have soaked in at this age. Like, is this in you already, or this is something that you've seen and you're, you're you're mimicking? That's it. Because I was gonna say, mm. like, I don't think we're even even born good. I think it's a ratio, like we said earlier. It's a ratio. So, what are you drinking? <laughs> that's a um, plant. That's a plant based protein shake, isn't it? Hundred percent. I knew it. <laughs> Chocolate peanut butter flavor. That's a okay. Yeah, but um, yeah, I don't think we're necessarily born good. Cause it was just bugging me the whole time we were drinking. It's like a I, cold hot chocolate. I lost, so what's my, going on I here? lost my shaker bottle. You know, is it? So uh, going through it. nonsense. Yeah, that's off brand. It is. You, yeah, you got to do about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, I don't think we're necessarily born good. I think it's a it's a percentage thing. It's a ratio thing where mm. some people have way more good than them. Some people have very yeah. little good. It's that because yeah, I've seen that as well. Where yeah. some kids just act like they're just straight from the devil's mouth. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But again, I don't think it's even taught to them. I think I think there's something in everybody, and things just happen. I, I, that I, w- I yeah, I think it's it's a lot more than just what's nurture. I think kids like that, some people might have bad, be born with more bad mm. than good in them, and then maybe in the way that they're nurtured, that mm. can take away that evil spirit. But <laughs> some kids are born. Yeah, some, some kids are born unruly, man. Crazy. Because I'm like, your parents are good, so you didn't get it from your parents. But why are you act, why are you acting this way? What and who even told you this is bad? Like how they, do you, how do you know? know? You, yeah, you're yeah. like <laughs> slapping <laughs> slapping shit. How do you two told you this was bad? <laughs> you know I mean, this must have come before. Because mm. you know what I mean, but see, this is what I was gonna ask you. Do you think they're doing things that are bad, or we are interpreting as bad? Because so slaps your face. <laughs> <laughs> because because maybe they're thinking, oh, let me see the the texture of material. No, of the no, face. but you let can. Always no, because they run away after that. Yeah, and you can see you can see it on their <laughs> face. You can see on their face that they know it's bad. The bad. glee, like, <laughs> like I'm not talking about a kid who slaps you and he's happy and he's laughing. Mm. Only slaps you and he's screwing his face at you. Yeah, uh, but maybe, maybe that's a response to something. And thinking, oh, you know what? 
if I slap mm. this thing, I want I want to see what it feels like to slap it. But I know if I do that, something's yeah. gonna come back, so I have to run. But not necessarily <laughs> thinking it's a bad thing. Little legs. Just... <laughs> you know what I mean? Kids running is the funniest thing. I love it when they drop. It's so jokes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I don't know, man. I I, I don't think. I think that kids know when they do something bad, even as mm. like toddlers, they know because they just know. You can see that they know. Mm. When you do so, why are you running then? If it's mm. just curiosity, why are you running? Or sometimes they'll be watching you and see, okay, you, you're not there, you're not looking, mm. then they quickly do something. Yeah. Because you know. It's mm. weird though. Have you ever met someone who you think is evil and you're thinking your circumstances and your life doesn't justify why you're this evil? So mm. why are you this way? Like what yeah. made you this way? I mean. Mm. Yeah, because like Mark said, there are people who are just bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'm talking about kids. I'm talking about like you know, mm-hmm. once you hit, once you're a teen upwards, isn't it? Yeah, like that's, that's, just, that's exactly what Ingozi was saying yeah. last week as well. Yeah, yeah, you're just on badness for no reason. Like you're, you come, might come from a decent background, family might be you know mm. studious, but for whatever reason, you're just on evil. But you know, is even with that, yeah, I think that as well. Because I saw a video the other day actually, and it was talking about how it was a, it was a TikTok, a doctor and a TikTok yeah. thing, yeah. and it was talking about how no two kids have the same parents, and mm. he said how. We can be siblings, but like, he was like, you're not, he was, to, the woman who's talking to you is like, you're a middle child. You don't know what it's like to be the first child. You don't know what it's like to be the cute la- last child. Mm-hmm. You're just in the middle. She said, you don't know what, so she said, the version that you get of your parents is different to what your siblings will get. And she was like, so no two childs is, no two children are raised by same the same thing. parents because it's, it's just different things. You mm-hmm. might need something more that your parents going to give you and the other child might need this yeah. more. So none of us really have the same parents. And I think even with that, it is kind of that too where your the parent might do all the best things that they can do but again when it comes to your kids that are going to school and all that kind of stuff they interact with so many bits and parts of the world mm. that that could be what's shaping them i even saw a conversation online the other day and it was talking about how um certain parents for example so obviously like getting the eyebrows done for girls right mm-hmm. they were talking about like you know like if you know a unibrow is when you just have one yeah. long one long brow um and they were talking about how the parents were like oh I think the parent was basically saying to the child, like, oh, love yourself. Don't let people bully you for this and blah, 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 blah. And someone was saying how, like, if you've got the answer to what can help your child, why wouldn't you just do it? Because you guys will put them on, you know, medication for um, the acne and you give them braces to for their teeth and all this stuff that is still beauty standards. Mm. But when it comes to certain things, you're like, oh, no, love yourself and embrace it. But they were like, people don't realize that your kids are in school for five days a week, eight hours. That's 40 hours of their, of their week. Mm. And you don't feel that like those comments that they get in school is going to affect... Sir, trying to open... Sir, can you move your mic away from that phone? I see you over there, like, <laughs> trying to open it intricately, like... <laughs> do you know what I mean? But it's like, your kids are going to... um, Like, they're in school for 40 hours. So how mm. do you not think that those things are affected? But it's not as, it's not a quick cure of, you know, um, love yourself and blah, blah. So, it, and for me, it's, it's the same with that, where you might have a teen where it's like, your family is good, everyone is lovely, 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 but you don't know what experiences this child is having outside of that. But even if we were just go, to go with the family... Again, it's with what's in them. So say, for example, because some people are just jealous. Mm. They can be treated. You can give this child one one biscuit. Mm. Give the next child one biscuit. But that's the other, the second child can be like, I want their biscuit. Mm. Not because they don't have any. Yeah. So you get what I mean? So sometimes as well, the parents are good and everything, but it's the mixture that's in that child mm. of good and bad that then manifests to be wherever it is. So sometimes it really is just how a child is. Mm. Even beyond the environments, do you feel like it's, it's maybe maybe saying the same thing as, as what I'm about to say? Yeah. Do you feel like it's just um, chaos? So everybody just has a certain level of chaos, and 
like you just have to figure out things in life. And yeah. so you have parents who basically say, yeah, do more of this, but that one there, do less of that mm. to, to raise a good child. And not necessarily that someone is trying to be good or yeah. trying to be bad. Yeah, I think, because you know what? I've even heard like with parents who, for example, cuddle their kids too much, mm. there's adverse effects of that. Right. And then parents who are very distant from their kids, there's adverse effects of that. And then mm -hmm. parents who are just right, there's still something at the time I'd be like, oh, I want more of this. You mm. just, is really a gamble. Yeah, it's tough. You really just don't know. After I think everyone has just got whatever it is that they've got in them. And you just never know how they're going to respond to you. Because you can do something that's nice for someone. And sometimes, yeah, I've done something that's nice for someone. And in my mind, like, they've been like, oh, thank you. But they've resented me because I was able to do that good thing for them. Mm. But you needed the help. And I helped you. Do you get me? So again, it's, it's just sometimes what people just have in them. Mm. And it just comes out, manifests in different ways. Okay. So uh, I kind of want to link this to yesterday's thing, right? Mm -hmm. So remember that the um, analogy about the the playground, right, for the kids. Yeah, maybe just go over it again to people. Okay, so um, I believe I was basically saying, yeah. So do you feel as though every kid should have access to a playground that only some parents paid for, even though every parent was asked to pay for this? So, mm. so for example, no, you coming up to the mic? <laughs> <laughs> I ain't coming in my playground. I'm telling you, that. <laughs> you know my stance on this already. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, like Es was saying, like it. Uh, just in case you're unaware, right? So let's just say you've got two sets of parents or whatever, two groups of parents. One, for example, has £100. Mm. They can afford to contribute to the making of this new playground that all these kids in the school is going to um, enjoy, right? But after paying for it, they have, let's just say, £50 left over. It's okay for them. Cool. Mm. But then you've got another group of parents who have only £25. And after contributing, they only have £5 left over. Mm -hmm. So... Um, that five pounds left over is not what's going to go towards bills and stuff. Mm. It's after the bills and after the playground, yeah. you have five pounds left over. So you don't have as much left over, mm -hmm. but you can afford it physically, can mathematically, mathematically. Okay, you can afford it, right? Yeah. And there's a little bit left over. Mm -hmm. Cool. Compared to this other one who have a lot, left a lot over. left over. Do you feel as though if that those people who say, you know what? This little bit left over is not good enough for me. I'm going to leave it to those people to pay for it. Their kids should also be allowed to be in that play playground. I'll be honest. I think um, if I can understand why if I'm going to have five pounds left over, mm. I'm not going to want to contribute to that. Anything could happen during the month. And that child on the playground is not what's going to keep us afloat. The, the memories of that, of, of the joys of being on the playground mm. is not what's going to help us in the situation. So I can understand that. But I do think that I don't think that anyone should make plans of someone else's on someone based on someone else's purse. So I think, yeah, you shouldn't make plans on based on someone else's purse. I think it's a bit wild for you to think, oh, I'm not gonna pay for this because the Smiths, they're quite rich. They'll pay mm. for their child, so you can enjoy from that. I, I mm. think that's that's wild. So okay, so if the Smiths and, and and other parents like that said, no, your kid is not allowed, not your kid, but those those parents' kids are not allowed in this particular playground, yeah. would you, should we understand that? I can understand that because don't make don't be making plans on my on my money. <laughs> yeah, I can understand that, but I think also that that's where then the good can come and play a part because I would see it as you know what well, the only person that really suffers in this really and truly is the children. Uh -huh. Children don't understand that their parents can't afford this. They don't understand the maths of if mommy pays for this, she's only got five pounds left. Do you get me? Mm -hmm. They don't they don't get that. All they will see as a child is my friends are out in the playground and I'm here doing homework or. Colouring yeah. some some dead paint. Do you get mm. what I mean? Like, so I think based off the kids, mm -hmm. I would allow the kids on the playground. Okay. Yeah. So okay. Go also, on. as a parent, right? 
if you're not being, just to say, you know, Mr. Smith doesn't contribute his money. Yeah. If you're not being paid to um, fit for his bill or pay extra, then what's your what's your issue? What's, yeah. Well, some people just get like, ahead with that. Either way, okay, cool. You contribute £100 to the playground, for example, right? Mm. If a certain amount of families don't contribute, we're not asking you to pay more. So then why do you feel what, what that the, the other kids shouldn't yeah. play in the playground? What I was going to say is, in this scenario, they are being asked to pay more. Or... They have to pay more because no, you just added no, that you in. Added in. No, 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 no. The reason, the reason, added why, no, no, the reason why I'm saying that is because, like I, like I said before, there's no such thing as a free lunch. Like the money has to come from somewhere to get this playground. Okay, in that you know case, then no, so, but this, no, so, but this variable you've you wasn't here yesterday. You just no, literally no. just added it just now. No, no, I, I'm, I thought it was I said it yesterday. No, nah. Marks, did you say it yesterday? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but basically, um. Yeah, because because those other lot that who who you know say they can't afford it, right? Don't contribute. The other group has to pay more to get this playground um, up, and up, up and running. That's basically what I'm saying. Yeah, so that's a different situation. Yeah, this is a, this I, is I a thought, new. It's the same thing. No, you didn't add that yesterday. One thousand percent. How is it going to be built then? No, no, you didn't add it yesterday. But didn't. It's it's now he's asking today. But yeah, you didn't no, add it's it fine. It's fine. I think he, to, yeah, sorry. You can answer. You can, you can answer now. But you just you said it just at the back of what yeah, I said. That wasn't stipulated. <laughs> okay, okay, cool. Yeah, so okay. I think I can then I can therefore understand the uproar. But I think even with that, I think it's the school's responsibility because as a head of a school, as a principal, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not going to assume that every single I'm going to receive every payment. Okay. So when I work out what I'm charging each person, I am kind of making provision for the people. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm making Doesn't... provision for the people that may not be able to afford this. Mm. I don't think it's right to then get me to pay forty pounds because now I'm left to five pounds. And also, mm. this playground. So where do we go from here? The funds for this playground is not one hundred percent coming from the parents. I'm sure the school have their own budget and their own funds, yeah. and well, asking the parents to contribute to that. To that, I'm not asking the parents to 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 pay mm. from zero to whatever the amount is. But but let's let's just assume that it is coming from just the parents. See, here, every time I say something... You no, got no, another no, thing to say. No, 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 because, because like... Okay, okay, fine. Let's just assume the school can foot 50% of the bill. Okay. Then that's then fine. that 50% is for everyone who doesn't pay. Yeah. And I think even if the school didn't want to fund anything, mm-hmm. I would work it out sensibly where, like, someone else who doesn't... You just got to be smart about it. People that don't pay, because some people are not going to pay. Mm-hmm. They might even have the money. They're just tight. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. They're cheap. So... You gotta work. You gotta work out with that in mind, anyway. And I think, I think, anyway, schools should have a thing where people can like, d- like, kind of like a, a donation. I'm thinking the same that, thing. I'm thinking make it a do- make it a donation thing. Yeah. Not, not make it a, a mandatory mandatory payment mm. or else X Y Z. Yeah. Parents, we're, we're building a playground. We need your help. If you can, please, please donate contribute. whatever you can to. If you don't, here's what it is. It's, yeah. it's all love. Because you know what it is about parents who say, for example, everyone has to pay, you have to pay £20. Mm-hmm. I could actually afford to give you 10 But it might yeah. be a bit awkward for me to be like, oh, I can, I only have 10. 10 yeah. It's a bit like, oh, if you don't have the 20, don't don't make it at all. Mm. So I think school should have that thing in place anyway. Like I know in my church, there's a, there's a school near my church anyway, but basically um, we donate, like we have food banks for them. Mm-hmm. And that's because some of the kids in the school, mm. they can't afford like food mm, yeah. there's less privileged kids in the school so mm-hmm. there's always like a food bank that my church donates and other people donate to as well and they literally pack like bags for them every mm. single week do you get mm. me so I think school should have that thing those things in place anyway because all my all my look well with a kid I mean sometimes you can always tell you know about a kid's life at home and whatever but mm. there will be people who genuinely can't afford it for many different reasons they might have been rich when the child was in year 7 by year 10 something's happened business they've lost jobs they've blah 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 mm. and then it's a different situation 
Okay, but like, like everything you guys are saying is basically linked to this whole do you think people are inherently good, right? Mm. Mm. So basically, what I'm, I say all that to say, um, do you feel like people will do that that particular thing? So if we're all donating, mm. right? So so the rich, so-called rich yeah. is donating, I guess the, those who can't afford as much yeah. are obviously not donating, mm-hmm. right? Or they're donating uh, um, a lot less. Yeah. Do you feel like it's right then for them also to have to foot more of the bill for that playground. Because essentially, I'm helping you with your cost of living, mm-hmm. which should he- alleviate some of the, 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 the pressure on your pocket to contribute to this playground. Plus, I'm playing for the playground. But you know what it is, though? What it comes down to is affordability. Mm-hmm. If you can afford it, then this is fine. But again, even with that whole, the, the conversation of people being inherently good, mm-hmm. there are some people who don't even like the idea of that. Because their stance is, well, don't have kids, you can't afford them. Yeah. Even though the reality is that the kid is here now and mm-hmm. they need help, yeah. for them they're like, "Well, you shouldn't have had a kid when you can't afford it." Okay, Sherlock, that doesn't help me. My my problem. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I think so, there'll be there are good people who will feel like, Do you know, what, actually, let's start this because there's some people who can't afford them. Blah blah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to donations, then everyone's gonna donate because there'll be rich people who are like, "I'm not out here funding the poor people." Some rich people really hate. Mm-hmm. Some rich people hate poor people. They really detest poor people. Yeah. But like, so some people will be like, I'm not donating because I'm not going to help fund someone's um life and this low class and blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And there'll be people who don't even have that much money, but they'll be like, you know, I can give five pounds. I can mm-hmm. give something. So that will, again, depend on individuals. But nothing in, nothing is fair. I don't I don't think it's fair that I pay taxes every month. I, I hate it. Mm-hmm. But it's what, it's what you've got to do. And at yeah. the end of the day, if you can afford something, if you can afford to donate something, mm-hmm. then you will. But... With that fairness and stuff, I guess what people will see whether it's if it's not fair, then you wouldn't donate. Okay. If it is fair, then or if you don't think about whether it's fair or not, you would just donate. Okay. Um, forgive me if I'm repeating something that you're saying. Right? Yeah, it's fine. But say your parent and your kid, you know, starts school year seven. Yeah. All the way up to I don't know, let's say sixth form, right? Mm-hmm. So year thirteen or whatever it is, right? So you've seen this for six years, six seven years. Mm-hmm. And each year you think to yourself, wait a minute, I'm contributing a lot more yeah. than th- that family over there. Yeah. But my kid has access to the same thing that their kid has. Yeah. Would you feel some type of way? No, because I think, but this is, again, this is my nature. This yeah. is how I am. So I wouldn't feel any type of way because can I afford it? That's fine. If I couldn't afford it and they said, say for, oh, okay. So say for example, they said, guys, some people can't afford to contribute to the playground. Everybody must donate 40 pounds now. Mm-hmm. Or I've already donated my money and they come back and say, guys, well, you have to donate this money or your child or it doesn't scrap the idea, mm. period. Then that's not fair because I already did what, I, what, I had to, what you asked me to do in the first place. Mm. But for me, my nature, I wouldn't I wouldn't do that anyway because I think you just never... I'm very aware that I don't know what people's situations are. So, so to cut you, but I'm kind of saying... Because I know yesterday I was saying basically think of the extremes, right? Mm. But I'm, basically that's how I'm seeing it where it's like if we don't all contribute... yeah. Two things can happen. We have to scrap this mm-hmm. or the people who can contribute have to contribute a bit more. Because yeah. that's the only way we're going to get the money for this particular yeah. playground, yeah. right? Yeah. And once you contribute <coughs> a bit more than you like um, anticipated at the beginning, mm-hmm. yeah. those kids have access just like you do. Yeah. If you were to then say, do you think it's okay if you guys would then say, you know what, for the five, six years I've been in this school, we're doing much more than these lot over there. They ain't doing anything. Mm-hmm. It's not like we're not working for this. Yeah. Right? And then we say, you know what? How about we start our own school? And then we start our own school and then we give our kids all the, the amazing slides yeah. and all them things there, right? And leave them to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Would that be okay as well? But the thing is, sorry, as a parent who can contribute, 
uh, to the to the funds of the playground. Are you going out of your way to find out why other parents can't? <laughs> you're, you're, you're you know not, what I mean? You're not, but you're assuming that you, that everyone can, especially when you look around and think to yourself, wait a minute, we're not maybe having to contribute as much or regardless of the reason, yeah. you're just seeing it as they're not doing it. I know, but I'm always going to have to ascertain to, to the why and I'm not going to be a jobs worth parent to call up the school and find out why Mr. Smith and Mr. Jenkins haven't contributed. If I can afford it, mm-hmm. <laughs> why is it gonna be Mr. Jenkins? <laughs> yeah. If, if I can afford it, and it's not it's not putting a hole in my pocket. Yeah. Um. Then there's no issue for me. If I'm then asked to contribute more because other parents can't. Yeah. So I'm having a conversation with with, yeah, with, yeah. The, with the principal, right? He's like, ah, oh, sir, you know, we need X, Y, Z because I might be like, oh. Then I might find out, okay, cool, why is it that mm-hmm. other parents can't contribute? Yeah. And if it's a case of they can't afford it, da, 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 then I'll definitely, if, if I've got it, I'm going to pay. Mm-hmm. If it's a case of, because they don't want to, they're not responding to our emails, they're not picking up our calls, da, 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 da. me being me, if I have it, then I'm yeah. still going to contribute, contribute because okay. it's for my kids. Yeah. And I'm not cool. going to let a little petty discrepancy between me and these parents who I don't know, don't really care about, mm-hmm. stop my kids from having a good playtime if I have the money and I can afford it. If I can't afford it, then I can't afford it. Then sorry, I ain't got any more for you. Hang but, up the phone. But, but do you not see it as, I know I, I don't want to keep labouring the point, yeah. but do, do, do you not see it as, yes, my kids should have a, a, access to this and yeah. I would love them to, yeah. but I only wanted to spend £50 on this and now I'm having to spend 20, do, £75. Yeah, no, of course. Do you know the no, maddest thing here? Yeah? Yeah, go on, go on. Sorry, if you're upset that other kids have to enjoy from these things, big man, take your child to, what's the Eton? Where's them kids, the, Prime ministers and them go. Or take yeah. to, take your child to a private school where every kids. yeah where everyone is rich and everyone would would has to and, contribute to and, stuff. And, and, that, and that's that's kind of the point I guess I'm I'm going to because people are against those particular schools. People are against grammar schools, private schools. Mm. No, nah, get your saying, money up, not saying, too funny at me. They're saying all kids should have access to the same stuff. Mm-mm. Not mine. Okay. <laughs> the disparities between earnings in them schools and stuff. Anyway, there's 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 like quote unquote like poor. Kids in, in, in Eton and that, you get me? There's not the same level of, of money all the way through. Mm. You get me? That's People, that's they, still, they still have to pay the cost to be there. Like, you got to yeah. pay. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what private schools are for. So if you, yeah, if you want to do that, do that. But I, I don't really understand people that are upset about um, private schools. I don't know. Maybe there is more to an argument of it. So y'all don't fight me because I know you like to tussle. But for me, if you can afford for your child to give your child the best that you consider the best, why wouldn't I want to? I'm not mm. going to say, oh, because there's, Poor, respectfully, there's poor people, so I'm going to let my child go to the lowest of the lowest schools. No, I'm taking my child to the best school that I can afford, if I can afford it. Because mm. I want the best for my child. Everyone wants the best for the child. When you go yeah. out shopping, do you only get your child one pair of trainers mm. because there's another family that can't afford any? Mm. No, remember, you must get the child. Point. What do you want to get? Whoever can pay is going to pay. If you can't that's afford it. it, then that's different. But if you can afford it and you're not paying... Yeah, that's a different child, situation. The child is not using the facilities. <laughs> <laughs> And and but do you see how like right now here, yeah, Marks, yeah, you're being put in in a situation where you have to even think about this. Imagine you said to yourself, I I don't even want to have this problem. Let me just chill with other people who think like me and do my own get my own playground. I'll the tell thing you one is, thing, the, yeah. the, the real issue is the school that can't afford yeah. to build a playground by themselves. Got us contributing. That's the real issue. This, this this is this is a poor school. No, because we're moving the argument. It's not about the school. It's about community. We're He's about moved the argument many times, right? People doing for each other. This is something <laughs> that we wanted to do for each other. It wasn't nothing to do with the school. It was about as people as a community helping and doing things and boom, 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 boom. That's how the, that's how it started. Yeah, you don't 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 get your high and righteous now. You're the one who's saying the kids can't go in the playground. <laughs> parents don't pay. Yeah, exactly. So why you are you talking about community yeah. in that? I can imagine that because because you are allowing members of the community to be flipping. 
What's the word I'm looking for? Dossers and freeloaders. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what's funny? I can imagine like a PTA meeting where they invite Marcus in to talk about this. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be the shortest meeting in the history. Man, I start to finish it, they're not getting the playground. Yep. Come on, let's go. <laughs> yep. No, that's hilarious, man. But no, I think if you if you can't afford it, and you're choosing not to, and that's the thing with about these establishments. Like, I guess life in in, in general in society, mm. there's always people that try to take the piss. Mm-hmm. They're aware. Do you get me? So yeah. there will be parents who can't afford it. They mm-hmm. come in with a range and nice shoes yeah. and they really can afford it. Kids basically got caviar for lunch and yeah. they can afford it. But for them, it's just like, nah, it's the school's job. I'm not going to do it. Margs, are you the type of person to freeload if you can? Uh, yeah, of course. All right, thanks. Of course. <laughs> right, what's that mean? What's that got to do with it? What's that got to do with the price of bread the same the type of people that she is basically talking about. Oh, I like that. You said, you, and, and you I said, think, I'm on a free load. I think everyone will free load in, in the right setting. In that situation, I can't. <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say? In mm. that situation, you have to put your money where your mouth is. You're not allowed to. Any corner you can cut to get ahead. I'm not telling people not to cut no corners to get ahead. And you are also missing the main points of what man was saying as well, because anybody that can't afford it, the people in the families that can afford it are going to subsidize that and they're going to be all right. We were talking about people who have the money, who don't want to contribute to the better society. These are the people that we're talking about. If everything's getting lost. Because mm. all you got to care about is charity and helping people and people who don't want to help themselves. <laughs> no, <laughs> Mugs is too funny. Yeah, Mugs, you're, you're definitely a capitalist now, man. <laughs> I love it. Trying to help no, the no, people. No, but the thing is, yeah, in this scenario of the school, I still believe even the parents who don't want to contribute, even if they can, I don't believe their kids should suffer. Still. They That's should. what I'm saying. Still. They should. Yeah, well, I, can't, I can't lie to you, mate. To the parents should. To, to y'all. And, and my, remember, I'm, talk, I'm talking from the standpoint of the the uh, headmaster. Okay. okay. Yeah. I'm the, if, if, if I'm the parent, mm-hmm. I don't care mm. if I have the money. That's just me, isn't it? No, but do, do you know what it if, is? If, if I'm the headmaster, I can't just let these kids just... Especially if I don't know mm. for a fact that they're being stingy. Mm. You, know what I mean? you know what I mean? Yeah, I think if I know for a fact you're being stingy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to place your kids here in a room with a nice, clear view. Imagine two kids just looking out the window talking about, sir. <laughs> like, Please, sir, what's the Sir. Like, you all have fully well met parents who spend more you're on horrible. themselves than their children. Yeah. Right. You all have yeah. fully met them yeah. Yeah. selfish mother effing parents. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we we established how to punish the parents yesterday. Remember, it was not to let them contribute to decisions, to vote in, to choices. Remember? But, but the kids they don't care. Suffer. No, but no, no, no. no. We, that, we all agreed though. No, but Yusuf, don't the kids suffer for that? Though? How? Because you just know that like... No but, that's, kid... no, but that's assuming that the kid wants the same thing that you want. Yeah, because the kid may say, oh, no, like, you know... Parent, want... parent A might say, yeah, I want a red uniform. Mm-hmm. Their kid might like black. And then, luckily, everyone voted black. And now the kid's got black. <laughs> to yeah, be that's, fair, that's like, a lucky if your, child, <laughs> if your child is missing out on playtime because you can't be bothered to spend the money on your child playing at the playground, you don't even care what colour you from that child is wearing. You just try to drop the kid off every morning yeah. and pick it back up at the yeah. end, really, truly. But no, I would... I think if I know for a fact that you can afford it mm-hmm. and you're just trying to... You're just being difficult now, I would... Your kid respect. Unfortunately, when your your child comes to you a few times issue, though, to cry about it, then you will have to get I'm, your money the out. The issue that I'm having is the kids are suffering because of the parents. That's the issue I'm having here. Yeah. That's not sitting right with me. Don't punish your children because of what the parents are doing, guys. Come on. And yeah, this is but not, we're this gonna is go not, broke. 
This is not like one of them trips. You know when it is that like Henshaw you go to France and, and stuff. What's that? Yeah, France. So them trips where yeah. it is that you have to pay to go. Yeah, no, it's a school trip. This, you can't this afford is, it. Stay at home. Fixed park. Do you understand? <laughs> They be walking past that park all the time. That's what I'm saying. Longing. <laughs> Longing. That's what I'm talking about. It's reaching out. No, you can't touch this ball. You're, nah. you're certified. <laughs> Guys, there must be another way. There must be another way around this. No, because you know what? It's because some parents actually just take the piss. Mm. They can afford it. They know they can. But again, it's that whole... They just can't... To be honest as well, I would... Okay, I would deprive the kids of the playground mm-hmm. to send a message to the parents. But I would also talk to the parents. I would, I would make them pay. Mm. I will make them pay for yeah. it. And I say, it's a mandatory thing, you're fined. Mm. Now you're paying more than you have to. If you deprive them of the program as a scare tactic, mm. as a, like, I mean, okay, cool. You know, let me keep them off the program for a week and let mm. the parents know every single day. So send them a picture. Mm. <laughs> of, your, of your kids. They're only working hard. <laughs> Just to scare them, then cool, I'm for that. But if it's a, if it's a lifetime ban, mm. then nah. No, it won't be like, a, I'm going to put something in place to make sure that you do cough off that money. Because mm. I know you've got it. Don't be silly. You've got the money. But you maybe your child, your child coming in and be like, oh, like, what did you do in school today? Oh, I just read books all day. Mm. I, I couldn't go out in the playground. Why is that? Blah, blah. And now you know that, okay, it's necessary. If you know, because you know as well, I think people kind of, they bank on the school not taking action. So they will bank on me thinking, oh, it's the kids. The kids are going to suffer. Yeah. They're going to let them play anyway. Yep. In their mind, they're thinking, there's no way you're not going to let my child play. Mm-hmm. But when you see, now I'm yep. dead ass serious about this, you have to give me the money. You have to go for the money. always sharing the blame and not taking accountability. The parents who can afford it are not trying to pay it. They are the ones making their kids suffer. Not me. It's got nothing to do with me. The rules are the rules. I don't Actually, care. I would say that. So I would let you know your daddy did this. Your mommy and your daddy did this. Mm. You are here Facts. because of them. They've got nothing to do with no one else. Man feeling sad in their feelings. Oh, I ain't going to let no one Yeah, because you know what? Right. They're not my babies. They've <laughs> got to take responsibility for their kids. If they, They're the ones that's making their kids think, not me. Do you know what, actually? Yeah, because when I think about it in school, you did that. You know, like when you have like a slip here to like give your parents. And then the teachers actually tell you like, if you don't, if your mommy and daddy don't, don't sign this, mm. you're not going to get to go on the trip. Mm. I'm going to do that to the kids. So you're here. And they're like, oh, miss, can I go out? No, you can't because your mum and dad haven't done this. So give this to them again. Mm. So tomorrow you can be out there. you got to use the kid to let them know how serious the situation is. Because actually, when you think about it, school trips, they do that. Yeah. And there are kids actually, unfortunately, who really cannot even afford these school trips. And they unfortunately miss out on it. Yeah, school trips, I agree. If you can't afford it, then you can't go. No, I think there should be something set up for that. I don't, I don't think that's nice. Because Where the entire year goes. To me, man. Okay, mm. fair. Happened to me still. <laughs> First, first hand experience. <laughs> <laughs> not you wanted to say for the kids as your struggles. But you get me? I think that as well, like, that's not nice. Do you get me? Like, I think that there should be something in place, some kind of charity thing where the mm. school has or some kind of fund for kids that are actually less privileged who cannot afford these things. Because the whole, my whole class has gone on a trip. But, and I'm here. And you know what's mad about those days as well? Mm. You don't even get to miss school. you got to come into school, yeah. uniform on. You and the one teacher yeah. doing hella, hella activity working, work, yeah. workbooks and stuff. You learn something. That's wild, <laughs> man. But, but, but the thing is, right, I get what you're saying, but if, if the school had a donation pot, right, mm-hmm. surely the only ones donating are the ones who can afford the school trip in the first place. So yeah, and that's fine. No, but that means I'm paying for the school trip anyway, for the, for the other kids that yeah, I don't because, want. Yeah, because that's a good in you. You know that the other kids can't afford it. And you've got to, it's just, it's okay. he who is nice enough to donate, mm. donate. Okay, cool. But we've got to we, we've got to help mm. each other. As like if we're going to be a community, yeah. we've got to help each other. Because really, when you really think about it, the person, the only person who's going to remember these things is the child. 
the, for, by the fourth kid, the parents, parents don't even remember these things. Yeah. But that child is always going to remember that I was I was left alone mm-hmm. working with Miss Smith when everyone else was out in London for the day. Yeah, schools need more government funding. Traumatic man. man. We've, we've 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 got to move on. But I, I want to ask just one last question, guys. Yeah. Right? If the school said, okay, cool, for you guys to continue being in the school, right? Um, we all know you guys' um, income, and you rich guys on the right, um, you have to pay. Let's just say, I don't know, 50% of your income towards this playground. Y'all on crack. <laughs> All right, 50 I don't know. It's just, a, it's just an arbitrary thing, right? It's, it's not 50% of your income, sorry. It's just 50%, right? Towards this playground. And you guys who have less money, who can't afford as much, mm-hmm. right? Have to only pay 10% towards this playground. As you guys, since you guys are the rich ones who can afford the 50, 50% mm-hmm. would you guys be okay with that? So they're contributing, they're just contributing 10%. But you obviously are contributing more because you're contributing 50%. Yeah, so it's not equal across the board. That's fine. I'm, I'm rich. It's, it's all good. I don't mind you, but you know when you have the, the benches? Mm. I want my name on one of them. Also, also, <laughs> also, what's, what's in this playground? <laughs> all the good stuff. Like what? <laughs> the Slides. swingers. The, 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 the swingers? <laughs> <laughs> Massive. Not the swingers. <laughs> I can't lie to you. I think oh, if I want to contribute more 50%, I'll be honest with you, my ego is coming. I want my name, me and my husband's name, the family name at the back of one of them benches donated mm. by the, you know, yeah. wherever we are. The, that family. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> but yeah, I think that, you know, it is what it is. Yeah. So, so you'd be okay it. with that? I'd be fine with it because I really enjoy they can't afford 50%. And I don't want, the kids can't go hungry because now I've got to contribute to their food. Mm. So less have to contribute to okay. everybody. If if all right, last last thing right if you, someone you don't knows, want to move on do you <laughs> so if, okay, if someone, I got another well go on I got a question after okay cool if 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 amongst your group Yusuf says hey guys we're paying fifty percent right but you know what if we actually put like just thirty percent each instead of this fifty percent mm. we can go and do our own playground which will be much sicker than that playground let's just not do it I don't really have time for that yeah that's that's all long that's <laughs> long. That's I want to see where you guys draw the line in it. Because mm. obviously at the playground, you guys are saying if you can't afford the playground, you can't come in. Mm. But I want to see what else you guys have the same stance on. Yeah. School dinners. It's not if you can't afford the playground, it's if you can't contribute. Yes, nigga. We know. It. Okay, cool. Miss words. If you can contribute and you're choosing not to contribute. If you're choosing not yeah, to contribute. You if you're choosing yeah. not to contribute, yes. Yeah. Not if you can't afford it. Okay, if you choose not to contribute, your kids can't come in the playground, right? Do you feel the same about school dinners? Yes. No. Ooh, so your kids shouldn't eat. Because you don't want to contribute. Yeah. 100%. All right, that's, that's one. Because you don't care about your kids. That's one, that's one. Mugs? If you can, you got to take responsibility for your actions. No, like everything we you know, doing, like, we know, we've heard you. Then yes, they know they can't eat then. <laughs> this guy's angry. Um, <laughs> they know they can't eat. But uh, food is different for me. Um, school uniform. Yeah. So what are they coming in? Their the, own clothes. That's a privilege. Mm, no, they... They can't have their own clothes because this is a uniform we need. Man. All right, so for you, if, <laughs> you're the, so if, if the parents <laughs> who can afford it refuse to pay for a uniform, you're going to subsidize that I, I as, may, as as the principal of the school. I may see if there's other kids in the community that want admission to the school. I'll be honest so with you. So you're, <laughs> the you're, go. you're giving them the boot. <laughs> you might out here expelling kids for not wearing your school uniform. It's, it's essential. I'll be honest, you know what I would do? Uh, right, my books. kids will wear their own clothes and my kids will stunt on you. All right. I thought uh, they can't afford nothing. Books. No, but my kids got it. <laughs> books. Coming in school, Balenciaga's mm, on. Books. Now you need it because then they're going to be sharing my kids, all distracting my kid in school. 
that I can allow as well. What type of books? You mean books to read or, or exercise books. books? Empty books, right? No, 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 not empty books. Like the, the, the school, the textbooks you the, need. The, yeah. Ooh. Curriculum books, you know the ones? Curriculum. In other words. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah what? Um, yes to uh, what I was saying before. So they can't. As in, as in if their parents refuse to pay, then yeah. there's yeah. no books for them. Yeah. Damn, you really don't ba- want ba- them to ba- learn. Ba- basically everything. Every, yeah, no, I wanted to see yeah. where everyone stood. So you're, yeah. you're everything across the board. Yeah, pretty much. You're... Uh, food, you got to let the kids eat. Yeah. Your textbook as well, you got to let them use it because they're not going to get an education. Mm-hmm. They're going to be sitting there distracting my kids. Ema's evil, I'm thinking of the adverse effects. <laughs> so hold on. In this, the food scenario, right, you, you can't kick the kids out. Yeah. You've got two choices. They either eat or they don't eat. What are you choosing? There's no, you, you can't explore them. <laughs> you already told me so what are you asking? Yeah. Are you asking if these parents who can afford it are sending these kids to school with no money for food? Yes. Yes. I bet the parents can afford it. Yes. Yeah. The kids are not eating. Now, I'm, I'm, listen, all across the board, if you can afford it, pay yeah. your way and take responsibility or get nothing, everything across the board. All right. These kids, you as a parent, if you bring them into yeah. the world, especially if you can afford it, yeah. you got to take responsibility for, for, for that. Would you at least nope. let the kids eat and then try and get the money later? Like at nope. least at least at least build nope. them. Or nope. is it you guys can't eat? You guys like every nope. day they're coming to school every single nope. day. Looking, yep. they're, they're looking by by Friday, they're looking malnourished. They're looking like they're ready to pass so, out. So that means that if their parents care, if they want if the parents want them to be nourished, they're gonna take their hands in their put their hands in their pocket and pay. I don't care. You are allowing people, yeah, to be to not have no responsibility, no accountability. I don't even understand what children you think these people are gonna be raising. Mm. They can afford it, you know. This is the point that you're missing. They can afford it, and you still want to make excuses for them. These are soft. No one's <laughs> eating. Soft. No one's eating. No one yeah. ain't doing nothing. That's uh, it. All I right. Think the most I could do is, yeah. is the bill thing and say, you know, at the end of the m- yeah. um, week or the month, yeah. this is how much it costs. Right, cool. yeah. So, Margs, with your stance, yeah, are you trying to do anything to appease the kids, but at the same time penalize the parents? So, for example, I've got my own kids. Hear me out. No, not no. As a principal of the school, not a parent. So, as a principal of the school, right? Are you doing anything to try to take care of the kids at the same time getting the money from the parents? Or is it like, you know what, I'm punishing you for your parents? Or, let, or let the kids, as a principal, I'm asking you, let the kids yeah. eat and then try to get the money later. Well, even as a principal, yeah, I don't, I'm not really big on democracy. This is a dictatorship. I told you my rules yeah. to come to attend this school yeah. and my rules will be adhered to. Okay. I am not doing nothing to appease no blood clerk kids. Yeah, the parents need Damn. to take responsibility for their actions. And that's it. And if you don't like it, don't come to my school, man. That's That's when Mary had a little lamb. (laughs) (laughs) Mash town high. <laughs> Brent, what's your that's what's actually your a good stance? school, you know? Yeah, it's a good school, <laughs> it's a good school name. You don't write that down, sir. Brent? I like the fact that Emmanuel has spent a good half an hour trying to convince you guys that the capitalist way is the right way. I'm not trying to do anything. I don't think he's trying to convince think, us. This is what he's been doing. I think you're just this telling us what, like, what he feels. No, I, like no, it's a good, yeah. I love the fact that when it is that we were there steady telling him he ain't going to Yoruba land to die for nothing, we were called ridiculous and bullies for basically trying to reason with him. But he has sat there reasoning with us. Good people. <laughs> good, good people. people. Inherently good people. <laughs> <laughs> who, who know full well that there are parents out there who don't care about their children. So they will send them and keep their money in their pockets. Mm. We know that. And that's what we're applying to this particular conversation. Yeah, That's what we're applying. Yeah. Good people. Yeah. Emmanuel's trying to turn us into it. Mash tongue mugs. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to do anything. I'm presenting you the situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not being funny. I think Mash Town High is actually a sick school name. <laughs> <laughs> it's, giving, it's, it's giving Centrinians kind of vibe. <laughs> 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 that is a lit school. <laughs> I said my kids there, you know, build character. If I 
raised kids that are all soft. But like, listen, you know what? You're going to your uncle's school. Let's <laughs> go. <laughs> and it should be a boarding school as well. That'd be sick. I can guarantee they would be successful if they came to my school, though. <laughs> yeah, there, there you go. go. There you go. That's they'll, sick, they'll be man. Strong people. Would Street it be licks? Smart. Would it be licks? What licks? Yeah. Would the teachers be allowed to beat the children? I have canes. Yeah. And I, it's not the '60s, man. I'm not a Neanderthal, man. Come on, man. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you, you beat your son. Yeah, that's my son. I can't put, I can't put my things on other people's children. You can't do that. Interesting. I mean, you can't do that. If there's, if there's a waiver that the parents want to sign and allow us to discipline them, then I don't <laughs> mind. We can do that. But you can't just take it upon yourself to do that. So you wouldn't look to basically make other people's children like hurt. What do you mean hurt? Make them better. You know, you said you wouldn't give um, teachers permission to beat other people's children. Yeah. Not just like it's the parents have to agree to it. Yeah, but we're never mind. I, there's a correlation here, but you're not even getting it. But never mind. Okay. All right. Oh, all right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, let's get into our next headlines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Breeze through these headlines because um, we've got a few to get through. Um, Actually, you know what? These first two, I think you guys may comment on, actually. But anyway, we'll see. So um, a review has found that the Met- Metropolitan Police officers suspected of serious criminal offences, including sexual assault and domestic abuse, have been allowed to escape justice. This is what uh, a damning review has found, right? With the forces leader actually admitting that hundreds of racist, women-hating and corrupt officers have been left in the ranks. Massive failings in how Britain's biggest force roots out wrongdoing was exposed in a report by Louise Casey, which found that systemic racism in the Met and misogyny is real. I think we all knew that already, innit? That's what I'm saying. I don't know how this is news. <laughs> One officer faced 11 claims, including sexual assault, harassment and domestic abuse, but remains in the force. This is what this report has found. The new Met Police Commissioner, Sir Mark Rowley, said he may still not have the power to remove him, and will ask the government for the power to reopen past cases. Rowley said he was appalled by the findings and apologised to officers and members of the public who had been let down, and said that the number of officers and staff being sacked each year between 30 and 50 was massively under-engineered, and he estimated there are hundreds of officers in the Met who should have been kicked out of the force. Rowley said, you have to come to the conclusion there must be hundreds of people that shouldn't be here who should be thrown out. There must be hundreds who are behaving disgracefully, undermining our integrity and need ejecting. Lady Casey, the one who did the report, was commissioned by the Met in the wake of the kidnap, rape and murder of Sarah Everard by a serving officer. This was her interim report, purely focusing on the Met, the Met's discipline system and complaints from officers and staff about their colleagues. This report reveals that Met officers and staff trying to find toxic colleagues were betrayed by the force's discipline system and fear anything goes culture. The findings are among the worst faced by any police force, and Rowley said he felt shame and anger reading the report, and conversations with female and ethnic minority staff about their experiences actually left him in tears. He added the report showed the Met had been too weak facing, facing down wrongdoings in the ranks. Black officers were 81% more likely to face disciplinary action, and new ethnic recruits were over 120% more likely to be fired than their white counterparts, who were in effect shielded by a system that was broken. Worse may still be to come, with Casey's full report due next year, as is another report ordered by the government, and with other major scandals likely to become public. That's the first headline. And the second headline is linked to that first one, right? 
And the Met Police Commissioner, same guys we uh, Rowley that was just speaking about, has issued direct orders now. So based on this report, he's issued direct orders to officers and staff saying that those who make jokes about violent attacks on women or who fail to stand up to hate speech should expect to be sacked. Rowley believes clear guidelines and what is not ex acceptable will remove any excuse from officers and staff that they did not know hateful social media messages and comments directed at colleagues would lead to their ejection from the service. The commissioner said policing was not an environment conducive to the restrictive language of a convent, but deliberate or reckless prejudice or hatred is of course unacceptable. He also added that there's no license for humor to be used as an excuse. In a message to all officers and staff, Riley set out three principles and warned those deviating should expect the sack. He wrote, Please regard this as a direct instruction and the start of our focus on achieving high standards. Conduct that warrants dismissal, to avoid any doubt, you're not fit to be in the Met if you do any of the following. Legitimize sexual, sexual violence in banter. Suggest that colleagues are criminal because of their race or religion. Display negative attitudes towards people because of their gender, race or religion. Use discriminatory or prejudicial language as a form of abuse, example, gay or disabled. He also added that this list is not exhaustive, but it does start to draw a clear line. I find it hard to envisage any circumstances where this behaviour is ever anything else but a route to serious disciplinary proceedings and dismissal. So what do you guys think about that? Do you think they're actually taking it serious now? And Someone in the comments said, how do we even know the commissioner is, is fit for purpose? And that's a word. How do we know he's yeah. not even... Part he's of the problem. kettle calling the pot black or however the saying goes. But... Yeah. I don't know why they think this is um, like the first headline. We're not shocked. I'm certainly not shocked that these things have been happening. We know that. We we know, we know it. Um, what was it? The Sarah Everard case yeah. earlier, where mm -hmm. she was actually attacked and sexually assaulted by a police officer. Like we we know this. Yeah. But it'll be interesting to see if they do hold up to this. Like, I feel like there should be a shaming um, thing to it as well because they're gonna sack them quietly. We're not gonna know. Yeah. And then the person will go around and say, "Oh, I'm, I'm a police. I'm an ex police officer." And be like, oh, I just decided to leave. You know, it wasn't for me anymore. No, no, no. It's because you're you are a <laughs> deviant. So there needs to be some be some kind of shaming. Have maybe have a website where we, you know, we get to see who the latest person who's been sacked is. I think you know, what's it called? Sexual deviants need to be named and shamed for society. Mm. In my opinion, yeah. they need to be they need to be shamed. So yeah. if they're gonna just be doing quiet dismissals, yeah. okay, that's what, what they claim they were doing already. What if there's so many that? <laughs> like, where do we name and shame these people? I, know, I told you on a website. Okay. Where you can just go and... www.thispoliceofficersandsexualdeviant.co.uk <laughs> <police, laughs> <laughs> it's, fun, it's funny you say that, because they actually do that with social workers. Like, now, they actually... You can really? Go, yeah, there's a, there's a... I'm not sure if the public has access or if it's just social workers. Mm. But you can go there <coughs> and see why they were dismissed. And all the information yeah, is there. We need to make all these things public, because if it's someone who was caught having sex in their car, mm. their property... Mm. Um, they would have they could be on his sex offenders list but you, that can be That's made crazy, I think the same thing you know just today we're in the same we are in sync yeah do you in your own car do you, yeah, yeah. Do, you, do you feel like you're not allowed to do those things the sex offender um, title should be blanket or should it specify what you've actually done it should specify man I think because be you can't be you can't get caught having sex in your car and you're put on the same list as a rapist. It's crazy. It's mad. It's, it's I think it's out of order. I don't think I think, I think it's out of order. I don't oh, think you're a sex offender. Like, they don't want to hear what you've done. I know, yeah. but I was just, me and my missus were just having some fun. Like, yeah. no, but now like you, you and a, a pedophile, you're on the same list. I don't think that should be a crime. Yeah, same here. I don't, I, don't think I, think, I don't think it should be a crime. I think it's ridiculous that that's a crime. I mean, especially if it's not everyone can see it. Like, yeah, it's, like, it's not even Tesco at that 2 p.m. <laughs> yeah. Has anyone ever really uh, almost got caught? 
No, I've never I've done that. That would imply someone. Okay, look at 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 not by the police. Okay. Uh, part right. of the part of the thrill of having sex is public is, is almost getting caught in it. So. All right. Yeah. Uh, uh, what? what, what, what <laughs> <don't forget. laughs> we got one more headline. We got one more. Oh, sorry. <laughs> All right, so, so there was an incident at the Chinese consulate, right? So um, the UK. Mm, yeah, there's no trigger warning. The UK Foreign Secretary, James Cleverly, is facing demands to act against the Chinese government as police confirmed that a man was assaulted after being dragged into the grounds of the country's consulate in Manchester. Labour and senior Tories have called for the Chinese ambassador to explain what happened after footage appeared to show a pro-democracy demonstrator being beaten and kicked by several men. Police said that their silence had um, emerged from the consulate building. The alleged victim, known as Bob, said he had his hair pulled from his scalp during the attack and was forced to stay in hospital overnight. Greater Manchester Police confirmed its, its officers had witnessed the assault outside of the consulate building in the rush home area and they had to intervene. The GMP, which is the Greater Manchester Police, said shortly before 4pm, a small group of men came out of the building and a man was dragged into the consulate grounds and assaulted. Due to our fears for the safety of the man, officers intervened and removed the victim from the consulate grounds. Police are not supposed to enter consular grounds without permission. <coughs> the Labour MP, David Lammy, who is the Shadow Foreign Secretary, demanded that the Chinese ambassador be summoned by Cleverly to give a full account, describing the allegations as deeply concerning and, if accurate, totally unacceptable. He said that the UK stands for freedom, the rule of law and democracy. The question of peaceful protests will never be tolerated on our streets. What is consulate ground? You know, you know them... At the embassy, you're saying? Yes, there you go. Embassy, okay. Okay. Yeah, that's the end of the headline. Ooh, question. Mm. So say you go to like, uh, say you're Chinese and you're, you're like, say you're going to be arrested by the UK, right? Mm. You've done something, you've committed a crime here. And then you enter the, you know, the Chinese embassy. Are you now on Chinese soil? Yeah. Sick. I think so. I think, I think that's, that's how it works. I think effectively. Mm. Yeah, I'm sure it, work, I'm yeah. sure it works like that. Yeah. yeah, effectively. I think it does. Yeah. That is so cool. All right. I'm not sure if they let you in, though. <laughs> if I run in, <laughs> then again, they are dragging and beating people. They probably push me out. Yeah. Damn. All right. Well, let's get into Word on Road. Because obviously I wasn't here yesterday, but I'm going to go through it as I can. So I told you guys, I reported a while ago that um, season five, I believe, of The Crown will be out soon. And this one, we're going to be seeing about Diana and, you know, the press tour she was doing and with Charles as well and really into all the stuff about their relationship. Well, something else has kind of come up and John Major, Sir John Major, he was a prime minister in this country, wasn't he? Mm -hmm. Yep. So basically, he's kind of spoken up about it because in this season, apparently, we're also going to see how they try to dethrone the Queen at one point. So he's basically come out and said this is absolute... Um, nonsense and this show is in is in fact and you know it's a barrel load of malicious nonsense basically 
And now they're really trying to get into the whole, this is a, this is a fiction and it's all being, you know, it's all drama and blah, 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 blah. So, yeah, so it should be, it's, it should be interesting because obviously the Queen is dead. I think the reason why, you know, they're coming out to say this now is because the Queen is dead. I don't think if she was alive, they would have been so pressed about mm. this. It would have been like, oh, it's just a, it's just a lie. But you know, people do the whole don't disrespect the dead thing. Yeah. So, <laughs> the whole movement. <laughs> um, yeah, I think because of that, that's why they're, you know, trying to... I guess get out there before they do, but I'll be honest with you. Anything the crown says, yeah, I know it's probably not hundred percent factual, but it's about ninety-seven percent of my books, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I go with it. To be honest with you, but um, yeah. So I mean, to be fair, they did say they basically called it non- uh, nonsense, but someone from the crown, the spokesperson, spokeswoman for the crown, said that you know it's always the crown has always been presented as a drama based on historical events. I said, season five is a fictional dramatization, imagining what could have happened behind closed doors during a significant decade for the royal family, one that has already been scrutinized and well documented by journalists, biographers, and historians. And if you guys remember as well, when um, Harry sat down with um, James Corden last year, he talked about, he mentioned the crown and he said, they, as in the crown, don't pretend to be news. It's fictional, but it's loosely based on the truth. Of course, it's not strictly accurate. Of course not. But loosely, it gives you a rough idea about what that lifestyle, the pressures of putting duty and service above family and everything else, what can come from that. In my opinion, whenever something is about to, a storyline is about to come out and they do this whole, oh, it's fake and da 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 da, they draw, I think they draw more attention to that than they would have needed to. Because now this lets me know there must be something in there. Because the past four seasons, Yuzot did not address this show. When the when you knew it was time for Diana's one and all that kind of stuff, that's when they were like, "Oh no, mm. this is silly," and trying to go to court and blah blah. Nah, <laughs> nah, nah, nah. There's something there's something true there, but um, yeah. So that'll be interesting. I think that's out 9th of November on Netflix. I'm gonna have to reactivate my Netflix um account for that because I don't want to miss that. And then also over the weekend, while Meg the Stallion was preparing for an SNL performance. Her house was unfortunately robbed. Mm. Thankfully, no one was hurt in um, this in the situation in, in the robbery. Um, so, you know, the law enforcement basically said that there was two men wearing hoodies and gloves, and basically they smashed a glass door at the back on Thursday night, and then that gave them access into her home. And they went basically mainly went into the into the bedroom, and they stole between three hundred thousand and four hundred thousand dollars in jewelry, cash, and electronics. How much? About $400,000. Wow. Yeah. And she tweeted at the time that the news broke. Mm. Um, I guess that's when she was notified. And she kind of tweeted, she was like, wow, material things can, can be replaced, but I'm glad everyone is safe. And she said, hotties, which is what she calls her fans. I'm really sorry, but after SNL, I really got to take a break. I'm so tired physically and emotionally. But thankfully, um, no one was hurt in, in that, basically. So, yeah, that's a positive. And hopefully, we, she can bounce back from that because it's, it's such an invasion of privacy to actually break into someone's house and oh, that's horrible that's very very horrible but yeah but and I'm hearing as well I've seen clips that she did amazingly well in her SNL performance as well and I saw kind of her opening monologue and was absolutely hilarious I thought she was going to reference the Nikki Bigfoot thing mm. but she didn't but it was really, really it was really really fun it looked really really fun Sorry, really what's, cool. what's, what's the Nikki Bigfoot thing so Nikki called her um, Bigfoot oh, okay <laughs> In a in a fight with um with Lato, oh, okay. she was like, "Oh, and you you and Bigfoot over there, something something like that." I didn't even, never knew Nikki was beefing Meg. 
that's what's bad about Nikki is that you don't know who she's beefing because mm. that was in private DMs. Okay. So that's the DMs that Lato leaked. Oh, okay. Where she said, oh, yeah, and they gave Bigfoot da, 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 something to do with Megan's success about something. Mm. She really is such a hater. She, it's embarrassing. I even saw she was talking again yesterday and I said, I'm not doing this. Nikki Minaj is going outside. She's already gone outside. She's gone out the saddest. I don't even know if she, there's anything she can do to revive mm. the not because this has been consistently for a few years now since Cardi came out. And it's, it gets worse and worse by the years. Embarrassing. But speaking of a of a girl who is doing amazing things, is Carisha outside winning her lovely award, Podcast of the Year, wherever it was. Um, that's awkward for Nori now, isn't it? He also won. Yeah. Crazy. How to get all that money back. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Young Miami, so she announced yesterday that she has an announcement to make. Actually, no, a while ago, now America's by the dates. So last week she said, I have three acting gigs. The first one comes out in January. I'm very excited to see how I do. And then she said, you know, she's going to announce on Monday, blah, blah. And then she announced it and she said, proud to announce I will be on BMF season two this January on Stars." Jeez, January. January. I still need to watch it. But um, yeah, so she's going to be on there. I'm really, really, I'm here for it, to be honest. I think she's evolving into a, a, a mogul. Mm. She's got her podcast, like outside of the rapping, the music she does, she's got her podcast, she's got, yeah, her podcast, like a talk show. Mm. And then now she's doing acting stuff as well. It's really, really cool. And she's got like a business as well where she sells like um, like branded stuff. Mm. And one of them was about um, We Go Together, because that's what she says she and Diddy do. And as I said, she's enjoying her life, dating Diddy and dating other people and just having fun. What, um, what year do you see the City Girls breaking up? I don't think they ever will. I think it might be one of those ones where they just maybe stop making music. Yeah. But I think it's been, it's kind of been bittersweet to be honest with their journey because obviously Act Up went the way it went, the biggest time ever. And then around that time was when JT then got, set, got sentenced to prison. Mm. But while she was away, she actually did a good job as in Your Miami held it down where they were, still, they were still relevant when JT came out. But then, and then everyone was looking forward to their first album. Then the album got leaked, and I think that really messed things up for them. I, I don't. I feel like they would have been in like a better like charts and all that kind of stuff because they had some really good songs and really good features on there. Oh wait, so they haven't released the first album yet? Not the way they wanted to. So they oh, did okay, release okay. an album, but okay. it got um, it, City what? Unlock. It was called. Oh, okay, okay. But that got that got leaked before okay. the release date. Okay. Um, and so because of the way it was leaked, it was just all messy. But I know they're working on another album, and um, we'll see what happens with that one. But. Music wise, I don't know. I don't think they're as hot anymore as they were. Mm. I think the time where they could have been smashing the hits and stuff just feels like it's kind of gone now. And people keep coming at JT like, oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Because so with the City Girls, Young Miami was more reserved one and JT was more the friendly one. Young Miami is the one who, in interviews, she'd be quiet. She wouldn't really say much, which is why it's quite cool seeing her do her whole podcast. But she wouldn't really say much. She's more the one where if you try and talk against them, She'll pipe up. She's like the, the rider kind of vibe. But it's interesting now that JT, who was seen as the fun one and the social one, is now the one who's kind of not doing as visibly as much as we okay. we can see Carisha doing. But yeah, it'd be interesting. And someone did tweet um, JT saying, oh, it must be kind of weird seeing Young Miami blossom and JT is just there doing nothing. And then she tweeted and said, you guys, she said, you must be a horrible friend because not everything is about race. It's not like, it's not, Nothing, not all, everything in life is about is about racing your friends and blah, blah, blah. But she's always fighting people about what they say about City Girls. It's a bit, it's a lot. But I'm sure JT is doing stuff as well. We just haven't, haven't seen it yet. And then also the beautiful 
amazing black man, um, Michael B. Jordan, announced yesterday that Creed 3 will be coming out. Have you guys watched it? No. Creed 1 or 2? Yeah, yeah, I seen yeah. them. Yeah, yeah. Right, both of them. Do you, is a 3 needed? <coughs> nah, that, a 2 wasn't needed. You know what I mean? Like, is 2 the one where he's got the gal with him? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 yeah one, one was probably the best one so far, isn't it? Mm, yeah. yeah, I think so, yeah. I haven't seen any of them. I'll see them. I see that drop the other day and I see him trying to do it. And I'm like, they're really pushing this Creed thing, isn't it? Like? Mm. And I'm saying, like, it's really not the Rocky of his generation, it's is not it? At all. Oh, no, no, it's not, it's not, it's not even close. No. Does anybody close. actually care about Creed? No, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm gonna watch it because it's a boxer movie. It's obviously it's a descendant from Rocky, but I don't. I'm not invested. Yeah, like, I really like the Rocky franchise. I don't really care about Creed. Too, too I saw the poster and I was probably watching it. It probably crossed my mind. I was thinking, I, pro- I hope this one's like really good, man. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. oh, what's the point? What are they doing? Yeah, I think because they've got um, what's his name? The other guy who's in it, uh, black guy. Uh, Danny Glover. He like Tank to me. No, he's 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 the guy who's playing Kang in uh, Marvel. Um, Jonathan Major, I think his name. Because mm-hmm. he's in it, and now you got two black men. Yeah, it's piqued my interest in that regard. Even because who's Jonathan Major, the big hench one? Yeah. yeah. Well, he's not he's, not. he's not. hench all the time. He got hench. Um, he got hench. Uh, for this. the role. Yeah. I don't no, know well, what other stuff has he done? Because I'm trying to think if it's the right person. Um, hold on. Let me. Jonathan Majors, he has been in. You got that funny sci-fi show that was on Sky. What's it called? Yeah, um, Love Lovecraft, um, country. Oh, is that good? I haven't yeah, seen it. I haven't seen it, but okay. is he white all the time? Want to watch it? Well, not, well, yeah, he's he's he's, 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 he's kind of built. Big, he's a big yeah. dude. So he was in um, How Did They Fall? That was last year. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, him. He's a handsome man. So I think I think he's he's his opposition in the film, isn't it? Because they've they've each got one poster each. Yeah, so Let me... they're gonna put him on the poster unless he's you know a main character. Yeah, he he basically is. Yeah, he's gonna be a main character. I'll yeah. tell you guys what the premise of the show is. So he's gonna be out third of March, twenty twenty three. I guess they're running with the threes there. So basically, it says after do- dominating the boxing world, Adonis Creed, which is played by Michael B. Jordan, has been thriving in both his career and family life when a childhood friend and former boxing prodigy, Damien, which is Jonathan Majors, yeah. resurfaces after serving a long sentence in prison. He's eager to prove that he deserves his shot in the ring. The face-off between former friends is more than just a fight. To settle the score, Adonis must put his future on the line to battle Damien, a fighter who has nothing to lose. So there's your storyline. Yeah. yeah. Gonna watch it? Yeah, yeah. I'll try and catch up with one and two before I... I'll watch back. anything Jonathan Major does. You say you won't or you will? I will. Oh, you will? Okay. okay. Yeah. Big fan. Okay. There you go. But yeah, so um, that's out in 20, 2023, which is really cool. Um, and then also, James Corden has been out here while in the US. Got himself banned from a restaurant. Can you believe that? It's crazy. So basically, he was banned from a um, New York restaurant, which is owned um, by Keith McNally. Um, basically, they accused him of being really horrible to their haters. Not the haters, sorry, the waiters. So I'll read you what Keith's um, Instagram said. So he says, follow me on this one. So as long as the headline. He says, James Corden is a hugely gifted comedian, but a tiny critten of a man and the most ab- most abusive customer to my Balthazar servers. So Balthazar is the name of the restaurant. Since the restaurant opened 25 years ago, I don't often eat 86 a customer. It probably means like, ban them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I don't usually ban a customer, but I had to ban 
James Corden. It did not make me laugh. Here are two examples of the funny man's treatment of my staff. He, his behavior, similarly in my former restaurant, Cafe Luxembourg, a few years ago. So I guess he's got a pattern. So it says the report, first report. In June, James Corden was here on table 61. Although this is, a, this is diabolical, it happens very occasionally in all restaurants. After eating his main course, Corden showed the hair to Balthazar manager, who was very apologetic. Corden was extremely nasty to the manager and said, get us another round of drinks this second. And also take care of all our drinks so far. This way I write any nasty reviews in Yelp or anything like that. So he basically threatened them, said, found a, a strand of hair in his food and said, if you don't give me free drinks and cancel the other drinks, well, I'm going to give you a nasty review in the Yelp. Mm. Cool. And I guess if James Corden saying to you, you don't really want a nasty review, do you? The second incident, James Corden was at Balthazar with his wife on October the 9th for brunch. He asked for a table outside. Um, the, he named the waitress. She took the party to table 301. Mr. Corden's wife um, ordered an egg yolk omelette um, with cheese and salad. A few minutes after they received the food, James called their, ser their server sorry, and told her there was a little bit, bit of egg white mixed with egg yolk. Mm. Because that's really what's going to kill you today, isn't it? A bit of mix. Even though both are going into your stomach, that doesn't know the difference between yolk and the white. But okay, that's fine. Rich people do things. Um, and then the server informed the floor manager and the kitchen remade the dish, but unfortunately sent it with home fries instead of salad. Mm. Mistake number two. So that's when James Gordon began yelling like crazy to the server. You can't do your job. You can't do your job. Maybe I should go in the kitchen and cook the omelette myself. So the server was very apologetic and brought the manager over to the table. He returned the dish and after that, everything was fine. He gave them, um, the manager gave them, you know, champagne glasses to smooth things out and said that um, James Corden was pleasant to him after, but he was nasty, he was still nasty to the, the waitress. Mm. And um, she was very shaken, but professional and, you know, continued to the end of her shift. So all of that stuff. But anyways, the owner has then further come out to say that James Corden has apologised to him. Mm. It's ridiculous. Personally, I don't know why he did. He had to tell us this. I, I don't know, but whatever. But anyway, I mean, I'm I'm here reporting this, so I guess this is why he did. Um, so he's then gone on to then give another, let us give us give us an update, and he says James Corden had just called me and apologized profusely, having fucked up myself more than most people. I strongly believe in second chances. So if James Corden lets me host his late late show for nine months, I'll immediately. <laughs> seen my basically get back his ban unban him from Balthazar no of course not but anyone um, magnanimous magnanimous whatever the word is enough to apologise to a deadbeat so basically if someone like James Corden who's this great James Corden mm. can apologise to a deadbeat like himself this is so Wait, what exactly did he do wrong he was horrible to the waitresses and he but got he banned from the restaurant. He wasn't happy with the service that he was paying for and he just wasted it. There's more context. Uh, a lot of other people have come out and shared their experiences of yeah. him in other restaurants. So he's like this. He's, yeah, he's, mm. he, he's, okay, he's okay, a bitch. Cut long story short. And then, yeah, the guy says, you know, he can apologize to a Debbie like me, blah, 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 my staff. Then he doesn't deserve to be banned from anywhere. I guess that's why, okay, that makes sense now. That's mm. why he's done it. Because mm. obviously this man has started a trend and everyone's now sharing their experiences. And I guess that's why you have to go back to the source of this. I wonder how many people is going to be calling to apologise. But, um, okay. Yeah, he's yeah. definitely being sarcastic. Who, um, 
James. No, the guy who's writing this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He knows he's not getting he's not getting the thing, but he he definitely did get a phone call and he definitely has forgiven him and unbanned him. But he knows he's not hosting the show. Don't be silly. For uh, omelet. Don't be silly. <laughs> People are going through worse. But um, in UK, still on UK news, um, AJ Tracy has basically launched a fund. Sorry, before you move on, um, yeah. Esther, thank you. Um, Emmanuel and mm. Margs, if you had asked this James Corden the same question, what do you think he would have said? Mm. For the uh, uh, children um, having the... Because <laughs> they fuck them kids. Yeah, he, he might have agreed with us, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I'm might just, have. I'm just, he would have. I'm just, like, pointing out. Basically, oh, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, okay, who agrees? I mean, I yeah, think right people are gonna agree. Just because you agree with me on something doesn't mean I agree with everything that you yeah. do. Across the bedfellows, so bedfellows. People are allowed to I'll just switch the camera that's away fine. from your face. Yeah, Marx is 100% right, man. Okay, it's fact, this is truth. It's that's... away from your face, too. <laughs> I, I, I hope it's on mine. It is, <laughs> but yeah, man. Um, yeah, James Corden would definitely agree. But do them, them treating waitresses and waiters and just service providers, man. I think it's really horrible people that treat them like crap yeah. if it's undeserving. Some people are just so mean. Mm. They're out here just trying to get a quick buck. What do you think? This but is he's doing this so he can get free food. Do you know what's mad? You think because he's rich, he mm. wouldn't be. Some people are just like that. They don't yeah, like to spend their own money. That's yeah. how they, that's how they stay rich. But I think it's also that it's the arrogance because mm. this just stinks of arrogance to me. It's crazy. But um, yeah, so in more UK, UK news, um, AJ Tracy has basically started a fund to help less privileged black students with the Oxford um, education journey. Mm. Um, he, okay. So he said his fund, the AJ Tracy fund, aims to address historic underrepresentation at Oxford. Um, he says that, you know, what's it called? He spoke about how when Stormzy did it, obviously people were like, there were some people that were like, oh, you know, this is racist and this mm. is this is anti-white, LOL. So funny. But yeah, he spoke about it. So he, he was like, that was crazy to him that people were saying stuff like that. He said, at the end of the day, a large proportion of population is always going to have a very uneducated and misguided view on these kinds of happenings. Even if I were to say, yeah, I want to help every student, not just black or ethnic students, they would just say it's a PR stunt. Mm. So he says, in general, um, anyone who doesn't understand why black people who have managed to become successful want to help black kids, it should be self-explanatory. The whole country is catered towards white people and we're just trying to level the playing field by helping black kids. Mm. And then he says that he truly believes that... Um, I truly believe that I had the, the potential to go to Oxford or Cambridge, but it was just understood that if you're from an impoverished upbringing or ethnic background, it's very hard to get in. Even if you're intelligent, even if you know you can get those grades, it just feels out of reach. Unfortunately, the society we live in, you know, it doesn't favour people from a background like me. It's not a sob story. It just is what it is. So I guess it's, this is definitely a good thing. However, there's, he's received a lot of backlash, I guess like he was expecting. But not from, you know, people saying this is anti-white or racist. From black people. Mm. From black people. So one of the tweets I want to read out, actually, some guy said, another fun... Actually, let me, should I say his name? Just to give people credit? Is he known? No, but I just... Yeah. Okay, guy tweeted. Simeon Brown, his name. He says, another fun to help black students at Oxbridge only... Those unis have a combined endowment of 13 billion pounds. Mm. The black students enrolled already had the capital, social or economic, to get in, and the graduate prospects are second to none. Elitis elitism, elitism, mm. elitism, 
in the name of equality again. So basically, it was getting a lot of um, backlash from black people because they were saying these aren't the only Oxford students. Black Oxford students are not the only students that need help mm. when it comes to that university funding, all that kind of stuff. And like, why is it that people get, you know, celebrities become, get to the position and the only people they want to help are always the Oxford students. The other universities and other students from other backgrounds, like in other black students in different situations that could also do with help. What do you guys think about that? Manuel, <laughs> I even start with me because <laughs> it's you. You're the economic. Um, I, I I think it's a good point. I think it's a good point. Um, o- Oxford and Cambridge are not the only um universities in the, in the country. Yeah, black people could benefit from going to LSE, going to other mm-hmm. top universities too. And if there's cer- certain things that could benefit them going, because Oxford and Uni- Oxford and Cambridge are not the best university in every subject. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. You know what I'm saying? So if you want economics, maybe go LSE or go the Kings. Or I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So there's other universities out there that black people can go to yeah. and could thrive in. Mm-hmm. And maybe they have the same issues there. You know what I'm saying? Where they don't have the funding or they're not being recognized. So it's a good point. I don't I don't think AJ Tracy's heart is in the wrong place at all. Yeah. But I just think that's just a, another side to the argument. Maybe mm-hmm. he can open his his um his mind up and be like, hmm, that's a good point here. You yeah. know? It's not just these two places we need to be. Yeah. So yeah, I've no never said it was, but you can't pick and choose where I want to put my charity. If that's what I yeah. want to support, that's what I want to support. Yeah. It's got nothing yeah. to do with you. That's true. It, it speaks to his own thing. If he said that he was in the mindset that he could have went to one of them colleges, but he couldn't, it speaks to his own experience what yeah. he's doing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It doesn't yeah. diminish anybody else's experience. It's what he wants to support and what he wants to put his money behind, yeah. his hard-earned money that he earned. The person mm-hmm. definitely does make a good point, but no one cares about your gripe about it. It doesn't change the fact that he wants to do something good for black people. That's where he wants to put it. So that's someone true. else do someone else do the other thing. Yeah. That's so true. with what the tweeter tweeted, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. Correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. He was suggesting that AJ Tracy is giving money to black people who already have the money. The funding. Yeah, yeah. Because we did talk about there. this the other day. Do you remember? Do you remember that conversation we had when we talked about whether, and mm. it was to do with the people that were helping to raise funds, like Oxbridge and something like that. And then we said about, um, it was a topic of the day. Mm. And we said, why do we want... They were Yes, they were championing for like certain things to do with Oxbridge and blah, 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 blah. Was it the museum thing, the slavery thing? I don't think it was. I think it was to do with education. Okay. And then we said, why do we want to be accepted in these places so badly? Mm. I don't it's not that, yeah, but we spoke so about it let earlier. Let me finish, yeah. please. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> so this particular tweeter yeah. is assuming that this is where the money is going to black students who already have the pay to be there. Mm-hmm. However, he might be giving it to students who... Got there through some form of all right, cool. I made it. I got the grade, but I don't have the P to actually mm. sustain myself there. Yeah. yeah, and he comes in and says, "All right, cool. Here you go. Do you understand? I'm mm-hmm. giving him the benefit of the doubt in that sense. I don't think he's just going to put money willfully into just random blacks that already have the P to be there. I'm yeah. sure it's as he mentioned, impoverished background um, black youths. Mm. So I, I want to believe that as opposed to what the tweeter is suggesting. Yeah, but I guess maybe the question is how many black people actually get accepted into Oxford 100%. and can't go. Because of lack of funds. 100%. And this is where AJ Tracy comes in. Yeah, so what AJ actually said no, about the, the fund... Sorry, I just want to say, but is, is that actually the case? Are there black people who get accepted into Oxford and Cambridge but have to turn it down because they don't have money? I believe so. Okay, okay. let me tell I you what AJ... They apply, and if it is that... They, this is the, the, the amount that you have to... Oh, I can't do that. 100% that, that's the case sometimes, I believe. Hmm. Okay, I think, I, think, I think maybe that's something to look into. Yeah, so what he says he's going to do with the fund, he says um, that the fund will help, will aim to help young people reach the, the, using their goals. 
as in their journey to get there. It says the criteria is pretty vague because I didn't want to limit who is going to help. Mm. The main goal is to help ethnic minority students on their journey through Oxford. He will be donating, so basically he'll be donating £40,000 a year for the first three years. And mm. after that, he's going to review it. Wow. Mm. Yeah. So, um, but, I mean, it, it doesn't, I mean, I could be wrong in it, but it, it doesn't sound specific for certain It isn't. And he says it, he says it's vague. Yeah. It sounds like if you're ethnic, you meet certain criteria. And you're there, and you and you got in, and, and you, you meet certain it. criteria. I do yeah. believe that there's criteria um, involved in there because there there are black people at Oxford. I don't think he's yeah. just gonna say, "Hey, here's a pot, here's a pot, here's a pot." He's gonna review the each of their circumstances. I believe yeah. that man. he's going into this. Okay. Yeah, yeah it, they say that you know the support is gonna be awarded from on a case by case basis, mm-hmm. and it will include like practical things like you know train tickets and yeah. um, you know to like to be anything to support the experience of those from low income backgrounds. Mm. So that is, I think that's quite specific. Okay. So it's not like you're going to, because obviously you've got rich black people. So if you're rich and black and you don't need the help, I don't think that help will be given to you because mm. that will rob another child who can't afford it from that. Um, it's his money, man. It's yeah. his money. And do you know what it is? I know that it's his money and stuff. And I do think, I think what he's done is amazing. And I think, like Mark said, actually, there is some kind of, there is something personal t- for him there. Especially when he mentions that, you know, he feels that like he could have gone to Oxbridge. But I Oxford. think no Oxford is in Oxford or Cambridge. He said he could have gone to either. Okay. Yeah, yeah. He's donated to Oxford. No, that's fine. I no, I apologize because I heard you kept on saying Oxbridge. I'm thinking you're probably meaning Oxford, but you've oh, no, been no. more clever than me. So I apologize. So I would have been. I would have made it in. I'm joking. I wouldn't have. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So Oxbridge is at Oxford or Cambridge. I think when Stormzy did his, I think his was Cambridge. But anyways, but yeah. Um. So if he feels like he could have gone to one of those schools, um. It's a personal thing for him as well. But I do think that that conversation, hopefully any other celebrities who feel like they want to help will kind of look at other areas as well. I think for me, outside of obviously the negativity and whatever it might have brought on him, it gives people, it, it kind of opens them, their way of thinking. Do you know what I mean? So let's not all just think that this is where all the struggling black people are. Because I guess there is that elitism when it comes to Oxbridge as an as a, as a institution. When really as well, there's top with Queen Mary's and... LSC and all these other, you know, institutions and stuff like that. So it'd be interesting, but big up him as well. I think to be able to get in your in a place in your career where you're able to actually do this and put back into your community and help other people. And even he, he said, you know, one of the reasons why he wants his name attached to it is because he knows some of the kids listen to his music. So mm. that in itself is also inspiring to know that, okay, do you know, the guy I listen to, he's cool enough and not he's not too cool to to care about these issues. I think I always I think that's an inspiration anyone who does anything has some kind of success to get to a place where you're able to contribute back to your fans and just your community that is a blessing that cannot mm. be taken for granted so big up AJ Tracy for that Yeah, it's amazing and then my last bit of news still on the UK is Ekin it's about Love Island and Ekin was just out here doing ama- honestly like she's one of the best people I follow on Instagram mm. she's just doing amazing things looking great at the same time but basically she says that she was offered the Love Island presenter job mm. Which is sick because I don't know that that's ever happened with anyone who's come out the street, come on the show. I'm sure it has, but I don't really care. They're not into. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so she was talking to um, she had an interview with Pop Sugar, and she said that you know they did ask her to to do it. Yeah, to they asked her to you know do the show. She said I did get offered um, the presenting gig. I would have loved to do it, but I can't at the minute because of how busy I am. And I said I'm not ready for it. I want proper training. I've done presenting before, but not on the level, not to the level of Laura Whitmore. Um, 
And then they asked, of course, what she thought about Maya getting the job. And she said she's funny, intelligent, smart, beautiful. ITV have made a good choice with picking her, I think. But she definitely has. They have definitely have made a good choice picking her. She's obviously just talked about as well her career and how everything's flourishing and how, you know, her goal is just, what's it called? Her goal is just to keep flourishing her career, her and Davide. And it was interesting, actually, because she talked about how, you know, um, kind of talked about her experience in Love Island. And she said how there were some people who would come in, even if they were bombshells, and the people who were already in the villa were asking those people, like, like, how many followers do I have on Instagram? And am I being liked? And all that kind of stuff. And she was like, it just made her think, are you here for, are you here to actually find love? Are you, like, what are you, are you here just to get a career out of this? Like, what, it just made her question some people's mot- motives in the house, in the villa. And then she said, you know, the girls have a group chat where they're checking on each other and, you know, kind of keep in touch and stuff like that. So, yeah, but man, big up, big up, um, I can too. Doing amazing, amazing, beautiful things. She really, she's really killing it. Like, she is... She's proper killing it. And I think I reported a while ago that she and Davide are going to have their own ITV show where they go on, um, they kind of go to different places. Obviously, that she's from Turkey and he's from Italy. So they're going to have that kind of show. And she's always up and down, always out of the country. And she's loved everywhere. It's amazing. She's loved in the, in, in the States. Because when she went to the States, you could see like there was fans around her like, oh my gosh, Ekin and blah, blah. And mm. a lot of people really know her. So I'm proud. Of, I'm really happy for her, man. I'm happy that she's doing what she's doing and she's such a character and she really deserves it so yeah love to see it but yeah guys that is all from me today let's get into the people's journal welcome to the people's journal i give you the news from an economics point of view all right so um i'm pretty sure some of you lot are already aware already of um jeremy hunt being a new chancellor and basically making a statement and um, basically adjusting the things he's going to change in this mini budget. So I just wanted to kind of go through those things and see how they can pretty much, how they do affect us, especially when you compare it to um, Kwesi Kwarteng's and Liz Truss's um, mini budget. Uh, to start off, better things have been um, U-turned, basically. Um, with regards to energy bills and the government's energy price guarantee, I mentioned this before that Ofgem, basically, who are responsible for these caps, mm-hmm. had already um, capped it, I believe, at some point in um, September, for October, um, to be about 3,500 or so. This trust came in, said she wanted to do something about this, and she reduced it to 2.5. Everyone was obviously happy. It makes sense. Um, and that was meant to be for two years, I believe. Well, <laughs> what happened? <laughs> I just know what you're gonna say. Oh, okay. So now Jamie Hunt has basically come out and said, "Yeah, it's not gonna be for two years anymore. It's gonna be in place for six months." So yeah, it's just gonna be basically covering this winter. The Treasury are looking to review the support that was given from April, but Jamie Hunt said there's gonna be a new approach targeting those most in need. So right at the moment, it's more of a blanket thing for everybody. Mm. If they do do something in April, it's only gonna be for those in need, right? So right now, everyone's going to be paying, obviously, for the gas and electricity that you use. If you use crazy amounts, you will pay in proportion to that. But there is a, a general cap over everything. So that, um, the average household, average size household um, in a semi-detached house, for example, will be paying about 2500 um, on their annual bill. Last year, in comparison, that was 1277 So that's almost like, you know what I'm saying, 100% increase. Mm-hmm. 
So that's the first thing. Um, income tax. We already know the the higher tax um, um, band was already um, got rid of by Quetzalcoatl. They put that back again. So there is for the top earners forty five percent, but also Quetzalcoatl also um, reduced the lower basic um, band as well. It was twenty percent, and well, it still is twenty percent. But he was going to reduce it to nineteen percent. A lot of people say, "Oh yeah, but what's one p?" It adds up, right? <laughs> it, it, you know what I'm saying? It adds up. And if it didn't add up, Jamie Hunt wouldn't be doing what he's doing now, which is reversing that. So now it's not going out to 19% anymore. It's remaining at 20%. Okay. So those on a, you know, basic tax rate are going to be paying more tax under Jamie Hunt's um, economic policy. Um, remember, all of this affected the pound as well. Not just the two things I've mentioned now, but everything, the whole mini budget affected the pound. And therefore, Bank of England had to jump in especially to deal with inflation and things of that nature mm. and so mortgage rates went up as well because he's reversing this i'm basically here to say <laughs> it doesn't mean the mortgage, mortgage rates are going to go back down again it doesn't happen that quickly hopefully it does by the moment people are basically saying a lot of these lenders these banks are going to likely pay, play it safe they want to see what the markets are going to do in response to these particular um, changes that's been implemented so they're not going to just reduce their their um interest rates at all especially as the Bank of England is still saying they're going to re increase their bank, um, increase the interest rates to try and um, deal with inflation. So it's not really good news in, in, in that regard. Um, some of the taxes that they consider sin taxes, so basically uh, duty rates for stuff like beer, cider, all the, you know, all the alcohol, wine, spirits, all them things there, right? Th those were basically going to be increased. That's been cancelled now, right? Um, spending cuts as well. So basically, um, another one of the major benefits, such as universal credit, which is, is I think a lot of people know what that is now, right? Is, mm -hmm. is a blanket benefit, right? Basically, that kind of deals with whatever type of benefit you need. So, so before there was job seekers, employment allowance, things of that nature, that now comes under the umbrella of universal credit, right? That um, uh, basically, everyone should expect a, an increase. We kind of touched on this yesterday, but that increase won't come until April. Also, we still don't have clarity in, um, yet on whether that's going to be increasing in line with inflation. Um, Mr. Hunt basically said there's going to be difficult decisions to come on tax and spending, but support for the most vulnerable, vulnerable will be prioritised. So it's, it's not like it's going to be a complete U-turn in terms of um, what Kwesi Kwatin did, where they're just going to reduce it to try and incentivize people getting into, into work. They're still He's kind of just lessened it a bit, if that makes sense. Mm. Um, so there will be something in place anyway. Um, IR thirty five reforms as well. That's going to be stay. That's going to be staying. So Chris Quarting again under that new mini budget was like, look, we're going to throw that out the window. Um, yeah, a lot of people who are like contractors. This is what affects them. Okay. Right. So this is this isn't an everybody thing, but it affects them, and a lot of people were happy with that. As much as they condemned the mini budget overall, mm. they were happy with the the, the new reform that Chrissy Kwarteng and Liz Trust put in place for IR35, that's going to be cancelled now under Jeremy Hunt. Um, so yeah, just to kind of um, wrap up and just give you a, like a, a holistic view of, of certain things that's been scrapped and, and certain things are staying. Again, corporation tax, that was meant to um, go down to 19% or whatever. That's been scrapped. Um, income tax... The removal of the 45% top rate, that's been scrapped. 
because obviously it's, you know it's, it's still going to be there. It's going to remain there. Cutting basic rate um, by one p to nineteen p on the basic um, income tax bracket. Again, that's been scrapped. Alcohol duty, VAT, all that's been scrapped. So basically, um, they were thinking about making it tax free for people who are not um, from the UK. So foreigners who come to the to the country mm. won't be paying VAT. So this was obviously to incentivize more people coming. Because obviously there's going to be certain things that they will pay for, you know what I'm saying? And just to help boost the economy, right? That's out of the window now. National insurance. Um, I think it was Sunak. Was it under Sunak? I can't remember. No, sorry, not Sunak. Boris Johnson. Mm. They were going to increase it to 1.25. They were going to increase our national insurance contributions by 1.25%. Um, yeah, that's that's basically been removed as well. So Crazy Quarting reversed that. So they wasn't gonna basically under him, they not they were no longer going to increase it, right? That's been kept. Um, there's no Sam duty on the first two hundred fifty thousand pounds of a property's value, and for first time buyers, there's no duty on the first four hundred twenty five thousand pounds of property's value. All of those things, the good things about stamp duty buying property, all of that's staying. So at least they haven't thrown everything that you can benefit from out of the window. Uh, so yeah, those are the main things to be fair. Uh, Halloween, they announced in the new spending budget, expected to be like 40 billion spending cuts. Yeah. Halloween? Yeah, I think on Halloween, they, yeah, they're going to they announce a new budget. It's got like spending cuts he's going to announce and thing. So yeah. We'll, yeah. See, we'll see what happens there. Exactly. Exactly what Mark said. <laughs> so yeah, um, I guess when that happens, I'll be able to give you a bit more information on that. But that's generally the, the gist of what's happening under Jeremy Hunt in a, in a, aim, in a plan to try and reverse all of the negativity that's happened based on, you know what I mean, the, the policies that were implemented by Kwesi Kwating and Liz Trust. It's a shame, man. He got got yeah. badly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Damn shame. There was a Halloween budget? No, they're going to announce it. It's going to. On, yeah. on Halloween. Oh, okay. Cool, cool. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, that's the end of the People's Journal, guys. All right. Well, we love a, we love a callback on here. So let's do the <laughs> rotation part two. You you off? Yeah. Uh, if E-Man's off, should we save Ben? Should we save Kanye then for another day? Yeah, oh, I've got to. That's his hero. Are you kidding me? Oh, cool. Yeah, Don't we'll do that. Actually, it'd be good if we talk about it without him. We can get our <laughs> shit off. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Welcome to the rotation part two. So yesterday, Margs was you know he was quite shocked. He was aggrieved at the fact that I never uh, mentioned Rimsey. Mm, that Norway he was appalled. He, he was, was disgusted. He was appalled. You know what I mean? Appalled. Was it appalled or appalled? Appalled. Appalled. He was appalled. 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 So we're going to get into Rimsey uh, today. So Rimsey released his third, let's call it album, project, mixtape, whatever you want to call it. called Mixtape, Co- yeah? Uh, called yeah. Cold Feet. Right. Uh, 18 songs, 50 minutes. You got features on there from the likes of K Trap, uh, um, Young Ads, Tigs the Author, Gigs. Uh, Afro B, Emily Sande, Maverick Sabar, uh, Snap Capone, to name a few. I'm going to head over to my uh, street correspondent, uh, Margs, for your first take. Uh, what's your thoughts on the mixtape, sir? Oh, you're pushing it on me, yeah? I'm, 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 I'm going to give my take yeah, first. I'm going to give my take first, but you are the one who, you, 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 mm-hmm. you fought for this part too. You said I did this for y'all. Yeah, so go on. Yeah, I mean, everybody knows. I think every, from my reaction, I yeah. think everybody knows what I think. I yeah. think it's a, I think it's a solid, solid project. You get me, like UK rap, hip hop. It's just a dope representation of yeah. of music. It sounds like a throwback to a time that 
of of, of yesteryear. You get me? Like yeah. music, music's changed a lot with all the drill and the swing stuff and the Afrobeat. Like, like it's not. Sometimes it can get diluted, but this is like this is like proper rap. Yeah, rap, yeah. Rap. yeah. I say like if you're a UK rap fan, I think he delivers like to the highest degree. And it's mad because it's not even like I always thought Rimsey was was all right. He's good. He's someone I listen to. But like yeah. I wasn't like a Rimsey fan fan like that. Yeah, I'm not running around championing him and that. But I listen to this project, and I'm saying honestly, this is probably the best project I've heard all year. Okay, as far as just like music like UK rap goes it's probably the most well put together it's the cleanest it gave me everything what I would expect from that kind of road rap you know what yeah, I'm saying it's just done it's just done clean you get me that like the features are done used well um like you've got Maverick Sabre on there yeah. give him a nice clean hook I like Maverick's voice I think he's cold he spit up LB and 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 ads for whatever reason but it worked because that that tune with K Trap and LB that's one of the best verses I've ever heard LB spit that's the one. That's the best I've ever heard in rap. To be told, okay. okay. You get me? Like it just done. It just it just done a lot for me. You get me? So I listened to it and I was like, nah, this is cold. So when I was um saying yesterday, it wasn't because like you missed it. It's because I felt like you was missing out. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. Yeah. In terms of what you said about it being like a throwback to proper like authentic street rap, yeah. uh, I agree with you. In terms of like the beats, you know, the content. It's like he's not. You can tell he's talking from a real place. He's not like, you know, trying to glamorize it, trying to make it fancy, trying to talk about all the the perks of the job yeah. per se. He's more giving you like the real, the real raw. In terms of his his um career, correct me if I'm wrong, he went to prison for six years, isn't it? Yeah, he went to prison for a long, long time, yeah. Yeah, because I was just looking at his um discography, right? So you've got um his first project was the Upper Clapton Dream. Yeah. which came out in 2012. And there's a massive gap. His next project comes out in 2020. So I only heard of him in 2020. I never knew about, knew about him before. So well, I he went to, he wasn't as popular when he went to prison, but obviously he came out to a lot of fanfare because he was rapping. You know, he went to prison for like shooting at the police and shit like that. Oh, was that what it was? Okay. I'm snedish, yeah, I'm sure the video, yeah, I'm sure it was them, like, they, they busted the boy them and whatever, whatever. So obviously like- Allegedly. It's not allegedly. It's not fucking camera. He's only signed for it. I'm going to shit. And also, he's, he served his time. So, Yeah, yeah. allegedly. You can see that shit on camera. That nigga did that shit. He's from the streets. He's the realest nigga living. Fuck we talking I had no about. idea that was the backstory. Okay. Yeah, so obviously he came to a lot of fanfare. Everybody wanted to hear him to come home because obviously it's like it's, it's certified and his things, his things yeah, kind yeah, of... Yeah. Like I say. So when he came home, everybody was gassed. Yeah. And then since he came home, he's kind of been... He's kind of been delivering, you get me, like, and I think that like, guy from strength to strength, but I think this is the best version of Rimsey we've got so far, though. Yeah, Definitely. okay. Um, my two favourite songs on there are Entrepreneur and Morals and Principles featuring K Trap. Um, what's what's your, your two uh, or three picks? I would go, wait, let me get it up quickly. Here it is, Cold Feet. That was easy. I would go Unruly. Yep. Which I think unruly is cold. Um, their South their South Old Road with Maverick Saver. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then it is one of these two, and I can't remember which one because they 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 play back to back. It is entre- it is entrepreneur or morals and principles. It's one of them. Yeah, those both both those two are cold. I love it when two maybe it's, maybe it's both of them then. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah, yeah. When when that, two cold songs come back to back, that's. 
That's epic stuff. Yeah, that little segment's cold. Yeah. Good, pro- good, good project, man. No, good, good project. And I'm impressed with the, the levels of features he was able to um, to garner as well, especially him being independent, to get Emily Sande, to get... Maverick Saber's not that big nowadays, but Maverick Saber is, is like a, a throwback. He's he was big he was big back in the day, and even just to get K Trap on here, gigs on here, I'm, I'm impressed with the um, just the way the whole project was put together, man. So yeah, I think he didn't. I think he didn't overdo it with the features. He was selective with them, and they're all good quality features. K Trap, gigs, Snap Capone, yeah, ads, yeah, young ads, and LB Emily Sunday's big, and obviously Maverick Saber's not as big as he was, but he's from. I swear he's from like our way as well because I feel like he's from Pantney or somewhere like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maverick has been out. He's been about for time. Yeah, he's from he's from down that way. So I think he was I think he was very good with his um with his, with his feature choice. Yeah, yeah he didn't overdo it. Got Tiggs off on there as well. Um, no, no, I just I just I just really happy with the project with the product with the project man. I think it's a sound 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 project. You get me? Very very good. Nice. It's a shout out to Rimsey. Uh, I would say that definitely makes a rotation. Um, nice solid street rap. Street tales. I mean, giving you that that real rap raw. Um, all right, <laughs> real rap raw. <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about Kanye tomorrow. Obviously, everyone. We'll give you a quick. You know, those who don't know, Kanye West was on Drink Champs yesterday. Three and a half hours of my life that I want back. Um, apparently, though, Nori didn't take it down. It was YouTube that that? Took yeah, it YouTube down. took it down. Yeah, Brent. Thanks, Brent. It wasn't. It wasn't in a bit. You know, it wasn't Drink Champs that took it down. It was YouTube. Um, I think that would be the case, though. No? Okay, no, I thought the narrative was that Nori got scared and thought, no, no, oh, no, fucked no, up, they mean delete no, it. I, no, I, I do believe that, I don't know if it is that Nori has um, control over his YouTube or that. Of course he does, his, his channel. No, I, I think it was... I'm sure if Nori doesn't want something to be on his channel, he can tell I him. I don't even know, is that powerful? No, no, I what? Over his no, own I, stuff? I, I believe that. that no, but you know, like, when you're an employee. Yeah, but this is his show. No, I believe that that's the case, 100%. Yeah. But this particular thing, yeah. I believe it would have been above him. He, you think so? Yeah, it got, got. He, he went on Twitter and said, "Ah, we got more views than um." Yeah, the, that's because NFL. the backlash hadn't come yet, I guess. And then once the backlash settled in, he yeah, thought, "Oh, that's shit, what I'm saying." I it up. speaks to what's been happening behind the scenes. Yeah. He would have gotten noticed that it was going to be taken down before it got taken down. Yeah, he he wouldn't have seen it gone. Like, oh my goodness, it's gone! Crap. Yeah. No. So I'm I'm aware that's how, how oh, things no, work. Like, no, two no. things can be true. I thought you were saying how during the interview he was cool with it. The minute it finished and he started to get the backlash, that's when he decided to take it down and Actually, to backtrack. That's what I thought you were saying. Because apparently it's not on the website either, so maybe they took it down. No, the website meaning Drink Jams or Revolt? Revolt. Yeah. And again, because it's Diddy's platform, yeah. mm-hmm. 100% he would have gotten um, pressed. 100%. Yeah, he was talking about Diddy on there. As well, <laughs> like he's talking, he's talking badly on Diddy, and it's on, it's on. Um, yeah, <laughs> so I think th- th- things happen behind the scenes, and and um, things moved because YouTube would have known full well that this particular thing was being aired. It was up for a flipping day. Yeah, Do you understand? Yeah. If 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 things weren't happening behind the scenes, YouTube would have removed it quickly. Yeah, but things must have been happening to prompt them to go and move it. Mm. They didn't wait and say, let's wait and see how many views it gets. Yeah. No, 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 no. Mm. Do you okay. guys know what documentary you was talking about? Yeah, talking Kanye about um, uh, Jesus, no? I mean, the, no, he was talking about the George, when the George Floyd comment oh. uh, Candice Owens. That's out. Yeah. And to she watch released that. it a few days ago. And to watch it before they quickly. It was about, I think, Black Lives Matter organization mm. and stuff. But okay. obviously she's um she mentioned some lies in there about him dying from fentanyl. Okay. And he's just like parroted it. What an embarrassing person. 
And I've, I reckon as well that hat, he's definitely going to try and run for president. He better not even dare. No, he will because nobody, apparently... Nobody um, he is, he's, he's, he's actually said it. But why? Yeah. Why? It's a, point, it's a pointless that's exercise. Why said, that's why he said White Lives Matter. He win? He's no, going to get the funding. I, I believe we said the same with Trump, no? Yeah. No, I didn't say that. When Trump first ran, 100% people were saying he's not going to win. Do you, do you believe that Kanye Grab West... Do you believe that Kanye West... Kanye West is going to be... He's going to be a viable candidate for the presidency think, of America. I think he will get killed before then. God forbid, but I think he will get killed. I don't think then. they need to kill him. I don't think. Do you think Kanye has droves of followers? Again, this is why the whole white wait, wait, wait. thing was so strategic. No, but what I mean is, do you feel like Kanye West is that powerful that he has to be killed before he's the president? No, he's not. He's not. Like, what type of following do you think this guy has in this in this field? Not fashion, not music within this space. He's not he's he's not a martyr where the FBI are gonna try and kill him before he becomes president. That's not who Kanye West is, I'm sorry. So you need to understand. The reason why he put on the White Lives Matter shirt, yeah. he said it in the Drinks Champ yeah. conversation, is that black people have used their trauma to silence white people, white mm. America, that's yeah. what he said. And they're angry. Mm. So in order to get them on his side, he needs to say their lives matter. So he put on the flipping shit. He's he, running for president in 2024. I'm not saying he ain't running. He I'm saying advisors. he ain't got a chance in hell. I hear what you're saying. He has advisors telling him, yeah. you need to win over the white crowd. And do you think, do you think this is working? 100%. I think, no, I think, I think white. He went on Tucker Carlson. Hear me out, Brent. I think, he stood next to Candice I, Owens. I'm not buying any of it. He's pitching himself I'm as not a good black. I'm not buying anything. I think black or whites are both looking through this man as this is all bullshit. I'm not, I don't, I don't think white men are at home thinking, oh my God, yeah, that's back Kanye because of this. I think they're looking at this guy like he's an idiot as well. I don't feel like anyone's looking at him and taking him seriously. I'm sorry. I can't. Right. So basically, yeah, Candice Owens' husband um, owns a platform called Parley. Parley. And it basically is about free speech and it's basically a social media app. You yeah. get to say wherever, wherever, wherever. And Kanye is basically going to br- buy it. Yeah, I've read that he bought it. Yeah. Already. And obviously that's kind of, I think he's going to run, for, try and run for president. Whether he's going to win or not, that's a different situation, but he is going to put himself forward to run yeah, for I, it. Yeah, I swear he did, he did and before. And I think, he, yeah, huh? but that wasn't really, I'm so, I'm he just so, I'm said so it. That was fake. Oh, that was just him yeah. saying it. Yeah, yeah, that was him saying it. That was fake. Yeah. And I think the hat. just testing the waters, but he's definitely running. Yeah, because the hat says 2024. That's when the next elections are up. And I think also, Candice Owens is going to run for as his VP. I strongly believe that. Kanye West ain't, uh, he's not even a viable. He's not even going to get, he's not going to get, he's, he'll get traction, like he'll get coverage, but he's not going to be, he's not a strong candidate. Come on, this is all, this is all. Anyway. It's uh, mad to uh, Before I go, um, I need to give, I, I actually want Brent to put this guy in, a, um, sorry, not Brent, sorry, Mark, to put him in, uh, Dana here. French Montana just released a, <laughs> a song, a song yesterday, yeah, called Whipping It Slowly. Which is a remake or a sample of Killing Me Softly. Obviously, Killing Me Softly, Whipping the original. Killing it slowly w- with his fork. Right, that's going to go off. It's going to catch. With his what? No, no. With his what? What? With his what fork. did you say? Whipping it slowly, like whipping a crack. With his fork. Oh, I thought he said. Yeah, so he's sampling the Fuji's hit, Killing Me Softly, but the Fuji's obviously. And he killed us. Remade that from uh, Roberta Flack in the 70s. So it's, it's a remake of a remake of a remake, right? But the rapping part with the rapping beat is decent, but the chorus is egregious. It's making me sick, yeah? Like, bring back when, you know, when singers, R&B artists on the hook. If he put a, an R&B artist on the hook, like a Snow Allegro or something, then I'm vibing to it. But this off-key singing here is disgusting. 
French knockoff. I think it's going to be easier to like seep into our minds here yeah, because we're so familiar with it. Like we know it, innit? You know what I'm trying to say? So even though that like, is terrible, yeah, he can't sing anyway, so you don't expect him. So it's like if the rapping's half decent, you can kind of like put up with that bit or ignore it or whatever it may be. I don't think it's going to, I don't know, it's not going to go off like that. It's going to go off. And the issue is there's, there's more chorus than rapping. He's got, he does a chorus like three times and he raps once, like 16 bars. So there's not enough rapping yeah. to, to bring me on side. <laughs> yeah, and this is one of my favorite songs of all time, by the way. Like, Kidding Me Softly by the Fugees is one of my favorite songs of all time, and he just butchered it. I mean, because I was listening to it, yeah, and I'm not gonna lie, initially, yeah, I was shocked and taken back, like, you got, yeah, but yeah. it's so the chorus is so long as well. And like, halfway through it, I kind of knew what was coming because I know the rhythm, I know the melody, I mm. knew what it was. And halfway through, I was like, uh, all right, <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> no, I'm sick of it, I'm sick of it. French, knock it off, knock it off. But yeah. yeah, that ain't it. That's it for Rotations Part 2. We'll All be back right. next week for Rotations Part 1. Or is it Part 3? You ain't going to do any more parts. Do it's going to be the rotation, period. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Miss Daily Segment. Wow. You know what I mean? It's all coming out now. Let, let, <laughs> let someone else get a Part 2 and it's up, it's up, bro. <laughs> don't worry, don't worry, Yusuf. You're Are leading you right? the reaction. You're leading the reaction today. It's fine. You've got your All right, let's go. Shot. Let's go. Let's go. Well, not yet. We're going to the headlines first. No, it's done. It could be. Countries pull out of Eurovision contest. Why does Iman do this to me? <laughs> Montenegro, Montenegro, and North Macedonia will not compete in next year's Eurovision Song Contest because of how much it will cost them to enter. Broadcasters pay a fee to take part in the competition, but the amount differs depending on the size of the country. BBC News understands some countries have been asked to pay more after Russia was banned from the contest. Russia, a large financial contributor, was expelled from this year's competition after it invaded Ukraine. Montenegro's public service broadcaster, RTCG, said in addition to the significant costs of registration fees, as well as the cost of staying in Great Britain, we also face a lack of interest from sponsors. So we decided to direct existing resources to the financing of current and planned national projects. The total cost for all broadcasters involved to enter normally adds up to around £5 million. But exactly how much each participant pays isn't made public. It is also understood some other countries considered withdrawing as a result of the additional cost. Between £8 million and £17 million is expected to be paid by, by the BBC to stage the event on behalf of Ukraine in Liverpool in May 2023. That is basically our topic of the day. You don't might as well, you don't might be surprised, but there's someone somewhere who needed that information. Yeah, basically. So I'm sorry, I'm sorry for your um that your favorites aren't aren't gonna compete. But also, I saw this over the week. This is mad. So Mason Greenwood is back in trouble. Manchester United footballer Mason Greenwood has been remanded into custody after appearing in courts charged with attempted rape. My apologies, that was a trigger warning there. The 21-year-old was also charged with assault and repeatedly engaging in controlling and coercive behaviour. He was arrested in January amid allegations surrounding images and videos that emerged online. Proceedings at Manchester and Salford Magistrates Court were then adjourned by District Judge Mark Hadfield, who later made the decision to remand Mr Greenwood in custody. His next court appearance was scheduled for 21st of November at Manchester Crown Court. Mr Greenwood has been has been on bail since January, but was re-arrested in Trafford on Saturday for an alleged breach of the conditions. 
His family sat in a full public gallery in the small courtroom, along with members of the press. The attempted rape is alleged to have taken place in October 2021. The controlling and coercive behaviour relates to a period between 20, November 2018 and October 2022, where he is alleged to have been, sorry, to have made threatening and derogatory comments towards the complainant, as well as ex accessing and monitoring her social media accounts. The charge of assault occasioning occasioning actual body, bodily harm is said to have taken place in December 2021. Within hours of the allegations surfacing online at the beginning of the year, the forward who has made one appearance for England was suspended from playing or training with the Old Trafford Club. I also saw as well, because I think in this situation with him being back in court earlier than he planned to, mm. the, the media snitched on him. Because basically he followed his ex back, so one of the things is that he's not allowed to follow, they're not, they can't oh, yeah, follow each other. He breached his, um, whatever yeah. it's called. Yeah. yeah, so he followed her. But from what the screenshots I saw is that she followed him back. Mm. And then, and then people were like, mm, he might get pulled up on that. And the next thing I know, got got in prison again. Crazy, man. Well, he should have known. Should have yeah. known. Yeah. But yeah, man, um, let's get into the reaction, the sports headlines. All right. Didn't we do two and three yesterday? No, E-Man didn't update it. He just put the first, he put a headline, that was it. That's all he done. So I'll just, I'll freestyle it. In your daily sports segment, sports roundup, sports, all of that. All right, so E-Man didn't update the doc, so unless there's anything else you want to talk about, there's only one thing to talk about, right? Karim, there's only one thing worth talking about in the yeah. sports world anyway. Karim Benzema, the France and Real Madrid international, the 34-year-old legend, has finally won his first ever Ballon d'Or. Can we get a round of applause, bro? Did you see that he brought his gal and his baby mother? Yeah, listen, yeah. Benzema did it for the streets. Brent, where's the... Maybe Brent doesn't think he deserves one. Yeah, one job. Benzy, baby, did it for the streets. And also, his his outfit was a... Re I know you saw the, the screen grabs online yesterday. So he dressed up as Tupac. Is he a black man? Who? Benzema. No, he's Algerian. I no, black. No, but he's he ain't black though. Is that cultural appropriation? He was, he's 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 cultural he's appropriation. Cultural, though. If you <laughs> so see his social media, what are you talking about? No, okay. See his social media and the way he moves, he's he's drifting. Alright, cool. Hold on. He's, he's definitely cultural. Did you think he had black faces? Wait, wait, wait. I, I think I think we gotta let her know who Karim is. I don't think she understands who he is. Karim Benz, Karim Benzema is the coolest footballer to ever live. Is it, Mr. Drippy? He's to date Rihanna. By the way, let me go and check who this man is. Yeah. Okay. He's dated many a uh, video vixen. You know I mean? Not many a video <laughs> vixen. <laughs> like, no, no, he's he's drippy, he's he's flagrant with it, he's stylish, he's fashionable, he's Ooh, he's, he's cool, isn't it? I think I might have seen some yes, I did. Someone said he's um he's really, really cool. Because you know how everyone loves David Beckham as yeah, in the girls. Yeah. We think he's just really yeah, good looking. Yeah. And they were saying, yeah, he's very Second place. Yeah, yeah. So the things I, he wouldn't make, I don't agree with that. Media, yeah, like with his that like his yard in the car. Yeah, just, real, a, like, just a lifestyle. Shit, yeah, the lifestyle. Yeah, lifestyle. Some people there. can do it, and it's like cringy or something. Yeah. this brother just makes his life look, look so, so wavy. Yeah. Okay, sir. Dope. I don't understand. He just he just dope. To be honest with you, no, he's, like, dope, he's up, dope. He's dope. He's dope. Big up Benzi. Big up Benzi. And I feel like his his um Ballando was well deserved. You know, uh, Ramon did one Yeah, for the year he had, definitely yeah. the best thing moving. I know what that is, but just for people who might not know what that is, let them know what it is. Yeah, so he won Champions League, which is obviously the biggest trophy in European football. Mm -hmm. He won the La Liga with Real Madrid. 
I believe he was top scorer for Real. I'm not sure in La Liga in, t- in totality. If E-Man done the headline, I'll have more. Uh, no, you quite basically, basically, Esther, the Ballon d'Or is is a. Oh, you mean the, what the Ballon d'Or is? Yeah. Oh, sorry, I thought you meant what. Okay. Yeah, it's it's, oh. it's an award given to footballers to as recognition as the best footballer in the oh. world. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Oh, wow, he is, okay. He, he is for that period of year, that year period, whatever it was. He is number one. He is the best footballer in the world. That's yeah. sick. Sorry, I didn't I didn't know what you meant. Yeah, but yeah, okay. that's that's basically all it is. Man, like the best footballer. Um, Real Madrid actually came third actually in team of the year. So um, Man City came first, Liverpool came uh, second, Real Madrid came third. People were surprised by that that Real Madrid became. F- before because they won Champions League. Um, Saka missed out on, um, is it the Golden Boy? It was, I think it was- Who Pe- won Golden Boy? Uh, Pedri, I believe. Okay. Let me, let me double check. It was either Pedri or uh, Gavi. Let me just, let me make sure I'm giving the correct information. And then um, it was Gavi, sorry, it was Gavi. Yeah. Okay. It was Gavi. Okay. Uh, he won as well. Um, so yeah, man, shout out to Benzema. Uh, well deserved. Um, he's the oldest player ever to win Ballon d'Or, by the way. Oh, at, is he? Yeah, at 34 years old. Um, Benzema's like a Rolls Royce man. Like, you know I mean, oh, yeah, I'm looking at his Instagram. Yeah, he's, I see he, what you guys are talking about. He's one of them players, players that gets better with with, with age. Mm. Him, Lewandowski, Ibrahimovic. I mean, those those other players there. But yeah, man, that's all that happened. Anything else happened yesterday with sports? No, that's about it. You know. Brent, is there anything else happened yesterday? Oh, uh, well, uh, Margs, the um, NBA is back. Yeah, pre-season though, isn't it? No, 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 pre-season done. Well, that, that game last night was, not last night, the night before. No, the no, Kings no, no, are no, no, no. Lakers opened up against the Kings, weren't that a pre-season game? No, no, opening night? All the games you've seen already are pre-season. I'm saying, I think from today onwards, I believe. Oh, so the Thursday night games and that's all original first season? All, I believe all so. All first game Hold of the on. season? Let me, let me double check. Um, I believe so. I believe so. That would be good. Yes, start yes, it. yes. So all games from now is official now. So um, I believe the first but, game is Celtics versus 76ers, which is coming on today at 12.30. Okay, cool. We don't have to get super duper heavy. Obviously, I love basketball. I'm going to do it. Obviously, yeah. the basketball season's super long yet. And I don't think it's really... Not, no one don't really care about basketball from like until like December. Yeah. Especially like from February to a thing. And it's because the season's so long. Obviously, it's different for us over here because we're in England, isn't it? Of course. But in America, the the, the schedules the schedules like um, it's weighted towards the end because football season is still on, and American football finishes in February. So yeah. after the Super Bowl, yeah. everybody jump yeah. onto the NBA. Yeah. So you get a lot of the big big matches in the later end of the season, like beginning part of the season. The scheduling's a bit. Uh, the games are not super important like that. Obviously, you're going to keep an eye on it. And yeah, keep an eye on it, but. With the business end, we'll start a little bit later. Yeah, of course. When it comes to, when it comes to the NBA, no one really cares until it's the playoffs. So we'll mm. obviously we'll, we'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But in terms of reporting, reporting, unless something big happens, playoffs is where it's at. Yeah, and I, I would say that December, January time, it's time to start looking at anybody that out in the lead now and yeah, good it's, now, it's minor, it's minor to be expected because yeah. they've probably got easier scheduling yeah. and stuff like that. Like, no one ain't really business in now, but it's, it'll be good to get basketball back though. Of definitely. course, of course. Um, I don't know I know, how it's that means I'm gonna be up late nights. Yeah, oh. I know, I know. <laughs> I know it's early. Who's who's your who's your pick for? We'll do it. We'll do three three ways. Who's your pick for the West? Who's your pick for the East? And who's your pick to to win overall? 
Well, I'm not going to lie. I haven't been... You, I, haven't, I don't even know how the teams are constructed. I haven't been okay. paying attention. I haven't yeah. been paying attention to pre-season or yeah. the trades. I don't know exactly what's going on. Okay. I'm a um, Kyrie Irving stan, so I support whatever team he follows. Nets. So I think the East will be Brooklyn Nets. Okay. And and that will just that's not going to change. Yeah. Whoever Kyrie plays for, that's who I support. That's just how I watch basketball because I don't care about none of these people. Yeah. Um, in the West... Do you know who, who, I'm, who I might pick as a dark horse for the West? Clippers. I don't know because Golden State are going to be good again, but the Phoenix, Phoenix are Phoenix are coming. I don't know. Nah, 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 Marks, Marks. The Phoenix they came. Is it's over now? I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Suns are, are getting back to where they were the last two years. They've been, they've been playing good. Is, no, is Paul, is Paul still? Yeah, Paul still. Remember, yeah. remember there was bare um, turmoil around uh, DeAndre Ayton's contract, and he he wanted to leave. Da, da, da. Like they ain't looking the same. They they even got blown out by some. G League team, like blown out. Yeah, 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 I don't, I don't think, I don't think this, unless they get it together again. Like I thought the Suns are kind of out of it a little bit. I don't think they're going to be like one and two seed again. All right, I look forward to the Mavericks because Luca might be my favorite player in the West. Luca or um, Ja Morant. Yeah, Ja's are a beast. Favorite, Jar's a beast. My two Jar's favorite beast. players in the West. They're yeah. lit. But um, I probably might go Golden State again if they got it together, you know, because yeah. they're a problem. Yeah. Um, I'm. I don't really have a, a pick right now, but I'll say who my heart wants to win. Obviously, LeBron's my guy. So I don't think LeBron will ever win a, a ring again, especially or not the Lakers. He has to leave to win a ring. But I've seen I, the Lakers. The Lakers are in the mud. Have you seen what Westbrook's been doing? Big, big time in the mud. They need to get rid of the rest book immediately. The thing is, they've have, you seen what have you seen what he's doing? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's basically just not being a part of the group, isn't it? He's doing his thing over there kind of thing, isn't it? Um, so I hope the Lakers win, even though I don't think they will win. Um, in the East... If the Nets can get it together, Kyrie, Ben Simmons, and Kevin Durant, it's a no-brainer, but will they get it together? That team is so is so weird. Um, and Golden State are Golden State in it, same team as last year. Um, so def they're definitely big contenders. But yeah, we'll see how it unfolds as we get along. Should we go into our next segment? Let's do it. Is it me? And then the second he's breached this 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 bell, they've charged him the next day. And you know what it is, yeah? It's because why have I got no volume? Are we back? Yeah, yeah. well, I didn't know we were gone. I just see problems in the in the chat. Oh, okay, 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 maybe okay. you didn't like the video. Oh, did Brent do his thing again? I don't I don't think he didn't, but I think someone out there is looking out for us. Yeah. You're 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 going now. No good. Oh, we're good, yeah? Yeah, yeah. So did they hear any of that? No, they don't, they don't know who you're giving the donut head to, so you could sit again. All right, all right, all right. Well, I won't go do the whole monologue while I was going to do, do but a monologue. <laughs> huh? You just you didn't do a put monologue. a couple of sentences together. So the monologue, <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Mason Greenwood is going to have to be done out here today. 
I think it's only fair. It's only right. And like I said, he's been on bail yeah, since January yeah, and they haven't been able to bring any charges against him. And then now, second that, instantly, he's he's breached his bail. They've charged him. I've got a theory, yeah, what this is because of, yeah. So obviously, he had um, rape charges and they couldn't, they couldn't um, bring them against him. There's been rumours that him and his girl been actually been seeing each other, been even together for the past few months and stuff like that, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. So if they was going to reconcile and work it out, because they're kids and people go through things in relationships all the time, even though we see it displayed in public, that kind of is what it is. If they was going to be prepared to work it out, yeah, they the CPS wouldn't have had a wouldn't have really had a strong case for the rape, if that makes sense. And that's why I feel like they they hadn't charged him in all this time. You know what I'm trying to say? So when he's got the bell, boom, 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 and then now he's obviously he's losing the public court of opinion isn't it? because he's been vilified. Everybody thinks he's a piece of shit. Boom, boom, boom. So he's gone back to the public again to try and change the perception. And that's why they followed each other because they would have known people would have seen that and made it aware mm-hmm. of that. You know what I'm trying to say? So he's following her. She's following him. Oh, actually, maybe they're all right. The stories come out. Boom, 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 boom. And then public opinion kind of starts to change. And so he was trying to control his own narrative. And I think the CPS thought that was very, very rude what you're trying to do because then the ro- the whole rape case is going to go out the window like we told you not to do that you're trying to you think you can beat us basically so then that's when they said alright cool you've actually breached um, Bell here because you're not supposed to be contacting each other alright boom you're being nicked now he's gone to court for Bell they said nope no custody you're being remanded and they've the charges that they slapped on him it's not rape it's attempted rape like do you know what I'm trying to say like, and I can't remember exactly I haven't got it in front of me I can't remember exactly what the other ones are yeah but the ones that they slapped on him now they can actually prove them you get me because if they could have proved the rape if the girl was gonna um what's the word recant all that stuff then they would have been if they could have proved the rape yeah they i think they would have charged him ages ago but i think now because she was going to recant and do all that stuff yeah they don't need him to prove attempted rape there's there's enough rhetoric out there. There's video. I don't know what kind of conversations they've had or the coercive behavior. They could even spin her following him into coercive behavior and stuff like that. So now they've even got a stronger case when it's attempted rape and the coercive behavior and that kind of stuff. They've got a stronger case against him now. And I think that's why they've charged him. And that's why they've sent him in jail because he tried to be too smart for his own good. And he tried to go against the system and try and control his own narrative. And they weren't feeling that. And that's why he's an idiot, really and truly. He should have just stayed in his he should have just stayed in his lane and complied and done what he was supposed to do. But he tried to be smart. Again, this is just a theory of mine. But it makes sense. You get me? If if you're listening to what I'm saying. And this is why he's done it. He's done the guy's basically ruined his career. I mean, you're always gonna find someone that can that will pay you to play football. Um Ched Evans got a job again. Like you can you don't have to be in the he's probably not gonna be in the Prem, but you can go somewhere abroad. I don't know, Turkish league will probably take him or something. I don't know. So he can play football. But as it stands, his whole life's changed. The whole trajectory that he was on has changed. His whole career path has changed. Like he's just ruined his whole life. Like he's just a fucking idiot. Damn like, shame. You know what I'm to say? And obviously, like what he's done is 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 egregious and stuff as well. I'm not until like more information comes out, I will kind of hold my opinion back on that because people do all kinds of things in relationships, whether they're wrong or right. But everybody does different things behind closed doors and they're, they're prepared to, to work it out and stuff. I've seen a lot of toxic relationships with people that want to stay together and do things. And if they was if that was put in the public eye, 
both of them or even one of them will be vilified or whatever but it works for them i don't really get involved in people's business too too much because i don't so i don't know what's i don't know what's going on especially if they want to work it out and move forward and reconcile their relationship so it's mm. not my business to get involved in people's business like that but when things come out in public and you put it in public forum we're allowed to pass our opinion on it so anybody can feel how they want to feel about you so i, I understand that but i just think I just think this guy's an idiot. I just don't think he just took his life seriously. The opportunities that he had in front of him, the future that he had. And yeah, it's just, he's done out here, man. He's an idiot. It's a waste of life. You get me? He's done. I don't think he'll ever kick um, ball in a Man United shirt ever again. I didn't think that he would have anyway before he even got charged or whatever, just because it's such a big club and they just can't be associated with all that shit. So... Yeah, I don't know. I want um, more information to come out and just to see so we know really, really the ins and outs of what's going on and what happened and all that before I start overly cursing. So he can get, he can, he can forward back if, if, if that's the case. I don't know if he deserves it of it again. I will speak on it again. But as it stands for now, just for him trying to outsmart the system and fucking himself, and now he's in prison. How long has he got to do with Benzo, Benzo Court Herring? He's got to do it at least November. four or five weeks or something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you don't want that. He's down bad. He's down bad. And especially if anybody in the prison wants to take it upon themselves to do jungle justice because they see him as a rapist or whatever. Yeah. Could be tough times for little man, boy. So not for little man. Yeah, no, yeah. He he he's he's definitely done it here. But I will um follow up on it when I get more information. But like I said, that was my theory. I think it makes sense if you read between the lines, that's what I'm saying. Mason man. Oh, sorry, not man. Oh, that was rude. That was rude. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I don't get it. Sorry. Mason Greenwood. Oh, wow. Don't do what you think Yeah, no, Mason Greenwood, you are officially done at here, son. And yeah, let's let's get into our outro. I need to get some sound sound effect for that. Mm. I will try. All right, let's get into outro. Ready? We appreciate you guys. Shout out to everybody that's our live crew that tune in with us every morning. Shout out to people in the comments. Big up Mr. Elusive. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, um, sir. Happy birthday. Birthday uh, king. Done now. That's right. Um, thank you guys for tuning in as always. Do like the video before you st- before you come off this. Um, it will stay up afterwards. You guys know the drill. Follow us on all our social media platforms the day after TNB. You can also send voice notes and text messages in. Um, to us for asking for a friend sis what would you do also the number to call because it seems as if you don't have minutes but this is also the number to call (laughs) (laughs) you have Wi-Fi though can Wi-Fi call us Mm. can but yeah the number is 075-6484-1073 also join the community this is where you can throw in topic suggestions or follow up on stuff that's happened happened here if you were here for the show on Friday there was a bit of an update in the community following the show but yeah um you can join that by searching community.thenewblack.com and if you'd like to inquire about the show or feature on the show you can email our team the day after at thenewblack.com we will see you guys here tomorrow what no i just i was on the community (laughs) can you stop being immature and say the truth (laughs) with what's happening with (laughs) koi she's clearly not coming back is she immature we've been immature don't be silly now How mature is this? Goodbye. See you tomorrow. (laughs)